Hey everyone, Andy here, and what you're about to listen to is the first episode of Folio, a bonus campaign DM'd by me and based on the works of William Shakespeare. We're releasing the first episode here on the main feed, but all the subsequent episodes will be Patreon exclusive. So if you like what you hear and you want to hear more, go to patreon.com shipoffools to get access to Folio and access to a bunch of other bonus content, which I highly recommend. Now, without any further ado, enjoy the show. Welcome, travelers, to the land of Folio. A world of mystery, magic, and madness, of daring do, doublets, and dragons. Hi, it's me, Andy, and today I'm the DM because I've wrested power away from Hannah in a brutal coup. No! Hannah, quiet down there. She's in prison. Oh! <laughs> uh, so I am joined today by the usual gang. Uh, there's Hannah. Yes, hello, I'm here. <laughs> Uh, there's, I mean, I guess I'm, it's Taylor and Noelani. We don't have character <laughs> names yet to say, so there's Hello. nothing for them to say. Howdy. Uh, and special guest, Jojo Jones. Hello. Hi, guys. Do you want to say a few words about yourself? I used to have red hair. That was most of my personality. She's bald now. Now I'm just kind of chilling. Wow. Inspiring. All right, so this is a this is a one shot that will be taking place in a world of my devising, which is based on the works of William Shakespeare. So, so it's going to be very accessible. Shakespeare's devising, really. Okay, well, <laughs> she's public domain, so. so most of these are countries that exist. Listen, it was a collaboration between me, William Shakespeare, and the, the real world that exists. <laughs> wow. <laughs> implying that Shakespeare doesn't exist. Well, I mean, can you prove it? Francis Bacon. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. Knowledge is power. Anti anti Stratfordians can stop listening to this podcast right now. I'm just going to say that. But Andrew, he he was the son of a glove maker. He doesn't know how to write words. What do you think people use gloves for? Putting on their hands while they write. <laughs> this just in, Andy only writes with finger condoms on. Well, yeah, I would never put my hands up against a naked pen. That's disgusting. <laughs> All right. So today we begin in the Italian countryside where we see on a road four figures riding along. Perhaps these figures would like to introduce themselves. Oh, we're just all already there together. <laughs> I mean, you're not—you're not like you're not like hanging out, but this is a road that you are all on, and you're within like you're within the same shot. Do you introduce yourself to strangers on the street, Andy? No, you're introducing yourself to the audience. <laughs> all right, who's first? I'll go ahead. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, approaching, you see a cutting figure of a handsome Athenian youth. Um, this is Endymion Orion Elias Oberon Charis Illerthil the Third. I hate you so much. Fuck this guy. <laughs> I'm trying. 
<laughs> but you can call him Trio. Um, Trio is 19. He is an elf, a sun elf to be specific. Um, so he is long and lean, caramel colored skin and eyes like molten gold. A mop of curly, lustrous black curls. So he's Greek. And uh, he's dumb as a fucking brick. That's what I've got to say. All right. Well, walking, not walking, riding slightly ahead of Trio, you guys see a lady riding a big brown horse. This is a first for the podcast. <laughs> it's true. Our first female character. First female PC. I just wish people wouldn't try to shoehorn in diversity. <laughs> well, don't worry too much, because she does have golden brown hair. Um, oh, thank God. Long, flowing golden brown hair. Green eyes. Very pale. She's clearly from the north. And she is wearing full chainmail. This lady, you don't know it yet. Hannah, Hannah just made a face like she, <laughs> like it was the horniest I've ever seen. <laughs> don't call her out like this. Like, my word. <laughs> you kidding me? This is an audio medium. No one has yeah, to Yeah, that's know. why I had to share. <laughs> Guys, the world. Breaking news. <laughs> The world of the uh, of the gameplay may have lots of different gods and goddesses, but outside, this is Jesus's land, all right? And we're not going to be horny in this podcast. Actually, Jesus is also in this world. JoJo's on board. Oh my god, I need to read the documents better. You don't know her name yet, and neither does the world, but you will. This is Guinevere the White. Nice. Can, can you please spell Guinevere for those listening at home? I sure can. G-W-E-N-H-W-Y-F-A-R, Guinevere. (laughs) (laughs) M-O-U-S-E. And she is clearly traveling with Trio, although they don't seem to be traveling as equals as she is mounted and he's stumbling along behind. (laughs) (laughs) He does a cartwheel occasionally. (laughs) (laughs) He's just juggling. Um, Okay, I'll go next. Um, Somewhere along this road is also a sort of uh, a young man, about uh, 21 years old. He's about 5'10", you'd say. Uh, Brown hair, brown eyes. Uh, He's got sort of like a like a lithe toned body. uh, All right. Jojo's just describing me right now. And, and, and the kind of good looks that are pleasant, but also non-threatening, like a 13-year-old would, like, project onto him. God, uh, man, I, maybe I should have made my description a little bit hornier. <laughs> Mine wasn't uh, horny, it was florid. She looks like a fucking princess, okay? She's also in their early 20s. No, he, he's not the type of guy where uh, as soon as he walks in, all of the ladies' pants start dropping, right? But he's got a pleasant face that 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 c- that a lot of different people can find pleasing in a lot of different ways. Uh, this is Toby Bicycle. <laughs> uh, hey, Toby, are you human? He sure is. <laughs> and uh, he's got a very, uh, very distressed look on his face as he rides along. Oh, is he is riding? He on a, he's on a bicycle. A bicycle or a horse? 
<laughs> no, he's on a horse. Bicycle okay. is his last name, okay. sir. <laughs> All right. Well, um, kind of uh, lingering, uh, maybe sixty feet behind these four or these three uh, young, relatively attractive people, <laughs> uh, is a short, squat little pony. Um, and riding on the pony is a short, squat, older lady um, wearing kind of like, she's a she's a dwarf, so she's got kind of long, reddish-brown hair with just a couple streaks of gray in it, big, long, flowing beard that has all these, like, leaves and flowers in it, kind of artfully arranged. Looks like she kind of tried to make herself look presentable, Aww. but, like, she, like, was in the woods and tried to make herself look presentable and then stepped out of the woods. Um, so she's wearing kind of very, like, flowing clothes, um, but they're made of, like, greens and browns, very earth tones. Um, and she has a big kind of, like, uh, book of... Uh, one of those, you know, like when a, an old book has like all these like loose papers stuffed mm. in it to the point where like it's really just being held together by like willpower. That, yes, I, I have uh, a textbook. Yes, like that. Exactly. Like a textbook you've used for all four years. She's got tucked under her arm. And then in the other hand, she's got a, a long quarter staff and she's just kind of riding along. What textbook would you use for four years? <laughs> Bro, you ever took a language class? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Oh, all right. No, not in a while. <laughs> Also, complete works of William Shakespeare. <laughs> this is true. I used That's to just a book. Several years. Uh, her name is Hester. 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 What? She has a big red letter A on the front <laughs> of her shirt. <laughs> <laughs> what color were her eyes? Just for capital or lowercase? Uh, dark brown. <laughs> Taylor, letters have capital and lowercase. That's no just normal. <laughs> that's, that's why I asked. No letter A. <laughs> uh, all right. So as you are all riding along, you're uh, you're you're sort of on the road outside Mantua, which is a, a pretty, pretty significant city in Italy. Um, the countries in this world are mostly real ones. That's where plays mostly take place. Uh, and you're all sort of riding for different reasons. You see Guinevere and Trio are sort of walking at a not not casual, but leisurely unhurried pace. Whereas Toby is like, Toby's stressed. You can tell Toby's, Toby, Toby's in a rush. And Hester's sort of hard to read. But you all sort of fall into that rhythm that travelers have when they're on the same path. And you're sort of pretty close to each other in a line. If someone wanted to really book it, they'd have to do an on-your-left thing. I don't know if people rode horses on the right of the road back then. It's, well, it's my world. I can say whatever I want. People ride horses in the right lane. Uh, and you look off, and you hear you hear just wailing. You hear like, ah! Ah! Uh, sort of off to the side of the road, like a little forward to the right. Uh, and as you as you ride, you see two men. One of them is kneeling on the ground, head in his hands, like pounding the earth. And the other one is standing a little to the side, looking at him sort of uncomfortably. Uh, and he sees you passing by, and he shoots you guys a look. And it says, there's a guy crying, and I don't know what to do about it. Someone, someone help me improve this situation. Uh, I... I slow my horse down as we pass by, uh, just sort of observing. Does, do they like call out or are they just like sitting there stressing? 
Uh, well, the man, the man on the ground, he's just sitting there stressing. Um, but the one, the one standing up as you slow down begins to walk towards you. Me? I also sort of slow my horse down, but in a way where it's like, you see something weird happening public, and you're like, oh no, someone else is going to take care of this, right? It's kind of so <laughs> Passing by a car crash on the throughway. Yeah, like you're like, oh no, but like it's kind of still moving. <laughs> um, Trio kind of bounces forward from behind Guinevere's horse, and he goes, ah, hi, Ray, friends, what seems to be going on over here? That's not his voice. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> that scared me, too. <laughs> I mean, I think you've established it now. <laughs> I cannot go back. Oh, what's happening here? Can I tell my to myself around? Fucking demon. <laughs> so she says something to that effect, but not quite in that way. It was easier when I was Australian, guys. <laughs> when Ra- is Reagan Australian? Yeah, no, man. Reagan uses my catch-all fantasy accent that's supposed to be North Country, but sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it checks out. All right, so Esther also kind of coming up at the back of the group, plodding along, just slows down and is watching. <laughs> We're all just goggling this guy. So Trio, you spoke. I, so I he sure turned did. to you. He's like, "Listen, you, uh, can you guys help me? I, I just can't get him to stop crying. I don't know. I don't really know what to do in this scenario." What happened? Uh, let's just say he got some bad news. Oh, no. And you look over and you see the man, the man on the ground. He looks up again, and he cries. And it just keeps going for like way longer than you would have thought possible, given that he's just a human with human lungs. And the man closer to you is like, I don't know. He he told me to find some horses. Can I? I mean, I know this is weird, but like, I don't know what he wants them for. Like, can you help? You is he injured? <laughs> no, no. I can see how you might think that, given the way he's carrying on. But no, he's um, no, just sad. Well, what is your relation? Oh, uh, he's my man. <laughs> he's your no, I, no, I sorry, see that, but, sorry, but what's your I, sorry. I'm his man. I got, I got that master-servant <laughs> relationship backwards for a second. <laughs> so, his I'm, page, his his valet, if you will. I won't. Oh well, it's a terrible shame. I'm sorry. Are you asking for our horses? Uh, no. I mean, maybe he asked for horses. I don't know if he just wants to like pet a horse if that would make him feel better. <laughs> Petting a horse does often serve to improve one's mood. I will move my horse, my little pony, like closer to <laughs> yeah. the crying man. I was gonna say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rear away a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still sort of pacing at the back and rubbernecking, like, oh, is, oh, do you guys have it under control? <laughs> All right, so you ride over, you ride your horse, your little tiny horse, over to the crying man, and he looks up and he's like, <laughs> Who are you? you? What what do you want? Don't worry. Everything will be fine. Here, pet this horse. Oh, uh, okay. And he he reaches out and he pets the horse. Good. Good. Is that? All right, my work here is done. (laughs) (laughs) I turn the horse away and start to head back down the road. Is that it? Great job. Jolly (laughs) well done. You said everything would be all right. Yeah, you stopped crying, right? Isn't it? I'm still crying right now. Yeah. I ask. I want to ask the servant who this guy is. Uh, he's uh, my my master, uh, young Romeo of 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 Verona. Uh, no, of course he is. I'm sorry. His name again? 
Uh, Romeo. Romeo Montague. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um... But <laughs> I don't want to play with you anymore, Andy. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What were you expecting? Oh no, I knew it was there. I knew it was there. Um, does this Romeo look to be? How old does he appear to be? Um, he's. You can't really tell because you're kind of far away, and his face is disfigured by grief. But you'd say between like 16 to 20, somewhere in there. Okay. Mm. Did you say a Verona? Yes, I did. I'm. I'm actually on my way to Verona. Oh, really? But I'm in. I'm in a terrible hurry. So I mean, so sorry, sir. But oh, but um, this is doesn't look very a marvelous coincidence. Almost like it was. All right. Foretold. You know what? I also am on my way to Verona. Romeo stands up and he's like, "You, you're going to Verona? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm very late for something. Oh. So <laughs> I need to come with you. Do you, you need to what? come with me? <laughs> Yes, well, I need to go to Verona, and I need to hire some, um, well, let's just call it help. <laughs> Yo, Andy, uh, where's the, where am I headed to? Uh, you, I believe, are headed to Florence. Oh, that's I mean, right. this is okay. the road in that direction, so. <laughs> uh, do, do you not have your own horse? I really, like, I'm so late. <laughs> uh, I, no, Bal- Balthazar, like, gestures to a pretty shitty-looking horse, and he's like, I have my horse. Oh, it's Balthazar. Um, Romeo doesn't have a horse, right? Oh, yeah, his, he he says that his name is Balthazar. Okay. How did nice. you get here? Well, I rode my <laughs> shitty horse, but Romeo's been here for, like, a while. Just on the side of this road? No, I forgot to say. You look over, and there is, like, a house. It's not, like, a super nice mansion, but it's, like, okay. a decent house, like, set back away from the road a little. Okay. Uh, you guys are in sort of like the suburbs of Mantua right now, mm. but like old timey fantasy suburbs. Well, All right, lit. Will you will you help a, a man in need? Well, I, like I said, I'm terribly late, so I, it would have to be you know I'd have to be well duly compensated. Balthazar like leans over to you and whispers, "He's very rich, just so you know." I hear that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what kind of help exactly? I need you. To, I need you to to <laughs> escort me to just to Verona. Well, and and then some. You see, I um, I was involved in a bit of um, a complication in Verona, and it uh, it, it led to my. <laughs> um... Are you Balthazar or Romeo right now? <laughs> That's Romeo. No, He's I crying. To, I need to work on Romeo's voice more. I was involved in a, a complication in in Verona, and I. It led to me being exiled, so I can't just waltz oh. back in. I need, I need to sneak in, but, but I I want some people who are more you know equipped as adventurers to help me with that because I'm not. I sort of straighten up when he says adventurers. <laughs> I sort of I I nod understandingly when he says exile, and he and I'm like, oh, <laughs> all right, well, I mean, we're going that way. I'm walking, so you could walk. Just come with us. <laughs> all right. Um, he looks, he looks at Guinevere and is like, could I, could I ride with you? Absolutely not. All right, Balthazar, I'm taking your horse. <laughs> Balthazar's just like, oh, yes, um, of course, sir. And he's like, um, m- ma'am, could I ride with you? Oh. <laughs> 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 No. <laughs> he looks that's, at Toby. That's tough, but that's tough, but oh, oh, now it's me. 
Um, <laughs> y- yes. Uh, yes. That'll be f- that'll be five gold though. Uh, ma- master, may I may I borrow five gold? Are you gonna like, pay oh, it back? All right. Romeo, Romeo gives Balthazar five gold, and it's, he hands the five gold to you. It's six now. There was interest between when I asked. <laughs> Master, there's interest. <laughs> Manchuans. And he hands you another gold. Excuse me, I'm not from Mantua. I'm a very proud northern English boy, all right? But you you may get on the back of my horse. I'm, but I'm very, I'm in a lot of hurry, okay? There are people counting on me in Verona. Yes, well, I'm in a hurry, too. I have... <laughs> An appointment to keep. So do I. Hold on. How much are you? How much are you paying for the escort? Um, how much do you want? Fifty. I'm not saying I'll pay you whatever you want. I'm just trying to establish what your rates are. What's a going rate? Fifty each. All right, sure. I'll give you fifty gold each. Huh. Fine. Hester's <laughs> like halfway down the road at this point toward Verona, <laughs> and I just look over my Her shoulder. It was done. And I'm like. Yes, fifty gold. Yes, yes. Hurry up! Oh, come on, you all. Okay, come on. Can, can let's. <laughs> I look at Trio like, go. who is this bitch? <laughs> let's. All let's, right. Okay, let's get a let's get get up on up here, Barney Czar. Bar, Bar- uh, that's close enough. Yes. <laughs> uh so you all. He hops up. Romeo saddles up Balthazar's horse, and you all start riding towards Verona. Um. So as you ride, uh, Balthazar. I'm Sort of cheer. Oh yeah, you walk. Sort of cheerfully ask. So, have uh, any of you been to Verona before? No. Also, no. Uh, this is actually my first time. It's very exciting. I'm, I'm, uh, really excited to see how the the theater the theater goers of Verona are, uh, oh, whether Jesus they make Christ. good audience members or not. <laughs> oh, or are you they- an actor? Why, I'm glad you asked. I happen to be a featured member of the Baker's Union Players. We, uh, uh-huh. we're a troupe of actors that perform at meetings of Baker's Unions, uh, primarily in England, but also in sister unions and guilds for Bakers in other neighboring countries. So, uh, so we're on our first Italian tour. It's very Hang exciting. On. The neighboring countries of England and Italy. <laughs> have you performed in London? Several times I have. What, I what, think what, I saw what? a show of yours. Yeah. Oh, which one? The Yeast from the East? Uh, the Marvelous uh, Mrs. Millet? The I baker was, was crying. Millet. I don't really remember much else. Oh. The dough also rises. <laughs> uh, that, oh. That's one. Maybe the one where I played King Arthur in the dramatization of the origin of the brand King Arthur Flower? <laughs> I'm sorry. The, what brand was that? King Arthur Flower. Ah, uh, yes. I know it well. Yes, I played King Arthur in the in the play theatrical version of the origin of the brand King Arthur Flower. Oh, yeah. I was King Arthur. You you played King Arthur? I sure did. My name's Guinevere. Oh. Well, isn't that just great? <laughs> uh, Trio's eyes are kind of glazed over in the way that it suggests that it's like elevator music going on in there. And he's like, cool. And then he uh, draws a sword with such alacrity and vivacity that it very frighteningly whiffs past your eyebrow and he goes, I perform too. Okay. <laughs> Found this guy uh, in a tavern a few times back. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, 
great, great sword uh, choreography there, buddy. Funky uh, little guy. I it? do a series of six sword tricks and like a backflip and <laughs> stuff. Oh wow! Uh, roll, roll performance for me. Perfor- <laughs> You're sure not acrobatics. First roll of the show. You want performance, not acrobatics? Um, well, it depends what kind of tricks you're doing. Like, spinny sword, flippity fly. <laughs> All right, that, that can be acrobatics. Uh, 23. Oh, damn. Oh. Yeah, you nail it. These are good tricks. It is so cool. Something oh lights on fire at some point, and you're not sure what or where. <laughs> oh, my God. I need you to teach me some tricks. You know, it's always good to have some, some sort of stunt performance on an actor's resume. So uh, when we get to Verona after my, uh, after my show closes, maybe you could teach me a few things. Trio uh, doesn't know what a resume is, but he likes this guy. So he's like, yeah. Yeah, I would give you an autograph for free. Nor- normally they're one to two gold based on how big I make my signature. Um, uh-huh. But I would give it to you for free in exchange for some stunt uh, information. <laughs> I am cool. rolling my eyes. <laughs> uh, so as you as you ride, Balthazar sort of cuts in and is like, uh, so if none of you have, have been to Verona, I should probably you know, give you some background on this whole sort of thorny scenario that we're entering for your benefit and the benefit of any listeners not familiar with the plot. I didn't say that. Um, So you see my master, Romeo, he's the the son and heir of House Montague, a mighty house in Verona, and bitter rivals of House Capulet, the dogs. And Balthazar spits on the ground when he says Capulet. Oh, I love a rivalry. (laughs) Trio's like nodding sagely. Then Verona's the place for you. Uh, the city's ruled by Prince Aeschylus and the royal the royal house, but frankly, Montague and Capulet are just as powerful. So it's a sort of a it's a very tenuous diplomatic situation. Just just recently, you know, there's always there's fighting in the streets constantly when servants of Montague I mean servants of Capulet. Uh, I don't know why I keep saying Capulet, Capulet. <laughs> um, and the prince recently declared that it would be punishable by death to fight in the streets, and so. Uh, the next day, my master here, well, he went and fought in the streets, and uh, he killed a Capulet, young Tybalt, and was exiled. But here's the thing. He's married. <gasps> I'm sorry. And That child? <laughs> Romeo shouts up, I was married to the dearest heart in all the world. Well, good for you, buddy. Thank you. It was. Uh, and Balthazar Lynn Jones is like, yes, uh, Juliet. As soon as he says Juliet, Romeo is like, oh! <laughs> uh, she was the daughter of, of Lord Capulet. Uh, she and my master met, and, met at a party and fell in you love. You could call them even star-crossed, perhaps. No, I, I would. Hester yes, pulls yes, out crossed. her book and like unfolds this piece of paper that is clearly like, a, it's a giant star map just like covered in in pictures of constellations and stuff like that and she she looks like she's like cross checking the story as Balthazar's talking she's like hmm yes pointing at various star formations and is like this checks out <laughs> well I, i'm i'm sorry to hear about this tragedy but boy would this make a great play <laughs> i know right ah uh, and so long story short uh no only only I, my master, Juliet, and uh, a few others knew of the marriage because it was done in secret because of the rivalry. Classic. Uh, right, the rivalry. And so with Romeo exiled, uh, purely by chance, Juliet's parents arranged another marriage for her. And so Juliet, uh, well, she killed herself. Oh. 
Oh, Oof. <laughs> um, it's very sad. I mean, so you can understand why my master, you know, I'm giving him a hard harsh. time, but like he has good reason to be pretty, pretty fucking bummed right now. <laughs> yeah, I'd say pretty fucking bummed. I admit that's not where I was expecting that to go. Mm. Uh, I, I, I want to reach out and sort of tap him on the shoulder, but Romeo's uh, I'm assuming like he's he's too busy crying and I can't reach him because I'm on my own horse. So so I tap Balthazar's hands that are around my waist and I say, you give that to him later from me, buddy, okay? <laughs> I will. And he, there's just an incredible resolve in his eyes. When he says that. I can't see it, though, because he's behind me. <laughs> True. Uh, so Romeo, Romeo has sort of collected himself a little now. He's still crying a whole lot, but he's at least coherent. And he's like, yes, and so I need you to bring to help me sneak into the city and then get to the Capulet tomb where I may pay my respects oh, to Juliet. Oh, Christ, how long is this fucking road, am I right? <laughs> okay, I mean, I, I was in the middle of explaining my situation. No, I think you're you're right, Lady Guinevere, this is quite going on. I think we should be coming up on the city pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, uh, what were you saying? I was, you know, oh, I was just talking about my dear, my dear love of my life who just died, um... <laughs> Anyways, I need you to get me into Verona, sneak me past the guards, and get me to the Capulet tomb. Cool. Not an issue, but it will be an extra 20. No, that's the job I hired you for initially. I slapped Trio on the head. You're already rich. <laughs> uh, my parents are rich. My parents live in Athens. I live in the moment. Romeo chimes in. He's like, oh, no, I get that, man. Rich parents doesn't mean you're rich. You see Balthazar sort of rolls his eyes a little. So I also roll my eyes. <laughs> what is it that we need to do for you? You're just going to the to the tomb? Yes. But but if, if any of the guards see me, I will be put to death. Okay, why are so you So that's bad. Why well, are you going to the tomb though? Because I need to I need to pay my respects to my can wife. Can I make an insight I mean... check on Romeo? <laughs> yes you can. <laughs> Tragic. An 11. Um, dude's just very sad. Yes. Wants to pay his respects to his wife. He wants to pay his respects to his wife. I think that's admirable. I mean, let's, you... let's be real here. You know what's in the tomb. A body. <laughs> I'm <laughs> getting... I'm very really. affronted right now. Hang on, they threw you out before you even got to pay your respects to your dead wife. That's right. All right. To be fair, they didn't know she was my wife, but, like, it's still not fair. Um, I, I, whose horse is he on? He's on Balthazar's horse. Okay. The shitty horse. <laughs> the beater horse. I, I ride it behind, I slap Balthazar's horse on the butt, and I kick my own horse, and I'm like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, I wasn't ready for that. Um, I'm gonna do a, like, a circus-style running vault onto the back of Guinevere's horse if we're gonna be going fast. <laughs> <laughs> you should do an acrobatics check. Right. <laughs> yeah, acrobatics. Uh, ten. Can I? I'll do a you... help. I'll grab him. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, dude, that's just awesome. So Nani, so Nani, you have advantage now. Thank you. Uh, twelve. <laughs> You you so narrowly make it. In fact, you don't even quite make it. You miss, and then one of your grabs your arm. <laughs> But you sort of like get dragged behind the horse for like a few seconds, and it's not pleasant until she pulls you up onto the back. I make it eventually. Cool. I pull him up one-handed. 
I, I, I snuggle Guinevere's back lovingly with my eyes closed. <laughs> Romeo, trying to keep hold of his horse, is like, so tell me, whoa, whoa, um, is there any uh, anything else you, you wish to know, or should we uh, time skip ahead to arriving at Verona? How many guards do you think there are going to be? Uh... Honestly, I've never really paid attention to that. Oh and Balthazar chimes in. He's like, oh, well. Uh, so usually the sort of uh, guard shifts, there's going to be two guards in each of the many guard towers spread around the city. Uh, and there will be some guards at the gates as well. What? And where would you say that this tomb is located in relation to our entry point? Oh, well, wouldn't you know it? It's the opposite end of the city. Mm. Oh, wow. So that's going to be 30. Again, this is the initial <laughs> job you were hired for. Yeah, but you know, upcharges, you're asking for upgrades. It, it's, 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 it makes sense. I don't have any money. Well, we're going to have I'm sorry. I thought the whole thing he was said. that you had money. <laughs> oh, he has money. Oh, that's Balthazar. Okay. Balthazar sounds like this. <laughs> Romeo sounds like this. <laughs> well, gotcha. either way, we're getting paid. So let's, uh, oh, I know. You're Toby. You're an actor. And, I sure am. And I do things like that And I'm also. the best one there is. Sure. So wait, we only know my name and Toby's name though right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah, no one else has introduced themselves by name. Yeah, also, what's your name, dude? <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> well, uh, my name is Endymion Orion Elias Oberon Karasirathil III. But you could call I me Trio. I elbow him. <laughs> call you yeah. Trio? Yeah. Yeah. All anyway, right. like a, like a box of fancy crackers. As I was saying, um, you're an actor. I do things like that too sometimes. This guy's gonna get killed if anybody sees his face. So why don't we make him a new one? That could. I'm sorry. Make him a new face. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I. I gotta know in what way you mean that. <laughs> well, I have this mask, and he pulls out this like. Halfway between beautiful and terrifying, like, carnival mask, like, one of those, like, jester Venetian masks. He's like, I would have got this. It's a little bit not what I was thinking. But, like, if we if we just did something to his face to make him look not like him and make him look like a... Trio's having, like, more brain activity than he's had in the past, like, 12 years. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, we could make... We could, we, could be, we could be, like, a troop. We could be the troop that's going to the show and he's just one of the actors. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that I mean that's, I mean I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna brag. <laughs> I'm gonna be very humble, but I am the greatest actor of this generation. Uh, so I think I think as long as I lead the way and keep it cool, then the rest of you, the rest of you all will be fine. If you just act, you know, like extras. S- sorry, you, you're you're Toby who again? Bicycle. Hmm. All right, I'll keep you in mind. mind. <laughs> uh, of the bicycle bicycles? <laughs> of, of the bicycle bakery in the north of England. Oh, they uh, have, yeah. They have those sort of, um. well, they're sort no, of. No, I've been there. That's that's where I, I watched that show. No, that was in London. How do I know the bicycle bakery then? Well, they I'm have these sort thought. of wheel-shaped uh, buns that are sort of famous. Uh, they're sort of, they sort of, they're like a wheel, 
but with a ton of spokes in the wheel and it's all made of dough. I, I don't, I, you know, I don't I participate love, in the bakery like anymore. I love to imagine that this conversation is all happening on horseback. So we're all talking <laughs> like this and we're riding. I like baklava. Yeah, I'm completely gesticulating with my hands and not even holding the reins at all. Um, I have an out of character question for the DM. Yes. So can I cast... Um, <laughs> can I cast a second level spell outside of combat? Yes, but it will take the still spell slot. Yes. Okay. Good to know. Okay. All right. That's what I thought, but I wanted to check. Guinevere, as we're writing, I gesture to myself. Sorry, I don't think anyone's going to buy me as an actor. I'm wearing... Full chainmail, including my helmet right now. You could say you're acting as a knight. You're in costume. Yes, old old woman. I may just Chilly turn dances. into a tiger. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Yo. I'm not very good at pretending to be people I'm not, but I'm good at pretending to be animals I'm not. No, 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 I'm listen, good at pretending listen, listen. to be a tiger. Yes. God, I've, been, I've been acting for a whole year and a half and i will tell you guys acting is not about it is not about preparation mm. it's not about feelings it's not about uh pretending to be someone you're not it's about being the other level of the person that you are and making everybody look at you wow <laughs> i'm looking at him all right <laughs> i think perhaps rio's like wrapped perhaps i can handle this are we are we in Verona? <laughs> no, I mean Romeo offered off provided you press A for a time skip, wait, wait. so you guys can avail yourself yeah, of that whenever you want. Hold on, now that we've missed wait, the time no, skip chance, on. we have to talk for a full hour. So no, wait, I want you guys, guys, I want to know who this old dwarf woman is. Yes, are you like part of this? Oh, we don't know her. <laughs> I thought she, I thought you guys were together. What? Oh no, no, I know him. I grabbed him off a tavern a few towns back. I don't know her. Yes. The stars have brought us all to this point together, and we are now bound by fate. Oh what? Romeo screams, I defy you stars! Mm, good luck with that, kiddo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, pleasure to meet you. My name's Toby Bicycle. It's one gold for an autograph, three gold for a portrait mm. sitting, plus you have to give me a sandwich to eat during the portrait well, being I've, painted. I've been living in the woods for about 50 years, so I don't have any gold, but otherwise I'm sure I would avail myself of your autograph. Oh, uh, well, well, that's okay. Well, you're going to have gold in a bit. Oh, so. this is true. Uh, <laughs> who am I going to make it out to when we get there? Oh, uh, What's, Hester. Uh, Hester is my name. Yes. Hester, nice, nice to meet you, Hester. Yes, Hester. It's always a good to meet a fan. Mm. <laughs> Where are you from, Hester? Uh, the woods, and before that, <laughs> Norway. Yeah, uh, which ones? Oh. <laughs> the woods nearby. Ah, um, you know, the Norwegian woods. The Norwegian woods, and somewhat. Isn't it oh, good? Uh, excellent. I lived under a mountain, and then I emerged to look at the night sky <laughs> for the first time, and it was life changing. Oh yeah. No, yeah, no, I get that, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, hold <laughs> to Verona. <laughs> All right, so you ride for a while, probably like an hour or two, uh, and night night is falling, 
and as the sun dips below the horizon, you reach the gates of Verona. Sure enough, Balthazar points out the guards to you. There are it's a it's a big gate with two uh, two sort of guard stations on either side at the top of the wall, with two guards each, and then there are two guards standing on the ground in front of the gate. All right. So clarification for all of us on this plan, uh, my new companions. Um, do we just, is it like once we sneak past these guards, we're good? Or is it going to be like a prolonged period of getting past guards? There's a lot of guards throughout the city. All right. Okay, wait. So, wait. So here's, wait, no. It, I was going to say, <laughs> if we want to go the, if we just want to try and slip past everyone sneaky, I have a some particular magics that I can weave uh, you know, the gift of starlight and all that to uh, make it very easy for us to go unnoticed. However, the plan that was being presented before seemed to be to become extremely noticed and in doing so, right, slip I, past the cards. Well, I thought here, we were going to be actors. Yes. Here's, here's, here's what I think. I think, you know, you're all great and you're all doing your best. So, so I just Thanks. want to say that first. Uh, but... It, it does seem like the without without the soul of an actor that some of you guys aren't going to be able to pass uh, some some really critical inspection. So uh, I also have a little bit of just a little bit of magic uh, and I can cast a spell which will make uh, make it really hard to notice anyone who isn't me. Interesting. Mm. I've never heard of a spell like that. I mostly use it to to get to to get people's attention on stage. Uh it's all about it's all about exposure in the community. <laughs> I wish you guys could see JoJo's face right now. <laughs> um, I could do this, and I I mage hand and start juggling a sword out of nowhere with an extra I hand. I swat the mage hand away. I said not to do that near me. <laughs> also, also, I mean, guys, I, you know, I'm not even lying. I am an actor. I'm on my way to be in a play. I uh. That's the best. That's the best oh, yeah. kind of roles where you're not Weren't even you doing anything. <laughs> yes, I am. But 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 listen, listen. But listen, money's listen. more important, money, right? Look, look. I mean, the Bakers Guild. I love. I love. I love being the Bakers. The Bakers Union players. But but what what really what really sets uh, this apart is yeah the money. Yes, <laughs> it is the money. Trio's like nodding sagely again. Trio does a lot of sage nodding for somebody who's never had a sage moment in his life. <laughs> and I mean, I mean, if if we had hurried, I would have I would have made it easy. But but I think I'm probably gonna miss. It's okay. I'm just playing a tree in this one. So <laughs> so oh. I mean, it's gonna be a worse play without me for sure. But for sure, I think perhaps this is where the fates meant you to be. Here. On this road. I defy the fate! Yes. <laughs> okay, okay, buddy. But consider this. We just go in. Hmm. Oh, oh, I should have mentioned that. I'm They're looking not, around it's, like, yeah. it's, it's illegal to enter the city at this hour. I'm sorry, for anyone? Yeah. It's part of a whole overall security crackdown that Aeschylus is doing. Well, oh, so, so well, the after then... plot wouldn't have worked from the start and you just decided not to tell us that. Well, I mean, I'm not, I mean, like, it's illegal, but, like, I don't know, you might be able to convince them. Well, I think... But I'm just saying, if you just walk up and say, let me in, they'll be like, no. <sighs> well, well, well God, guys, I'm late for my play. I'll just go, okay. you know, you know, it, it's, and it's, it's, we're a, fo I'm a f part of a foreign union. 
uh, union power is it's legit and it's a matter of international relations. Well, if you keep second. everyone's eyes on you and talk your way in, I can make sure the rest of us don't get noticed. I, I mean, I can, I can probably yeah, just I can go cast, in. I can cast a, a, a little, uh, little, little, a little theater magic that'll I, make it uh, kind of hard I, for people to notice people who aren't me. We could, or I could just walk in. How? How? How, how do that? Batman? Sorry, did you just call me Batman? Batmat. Batmat. Yeah, it's all right. So, what? What? So what? What is? What is the letter of the law here? Um, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> but I mean, all I know is that that's what everyone always said. Like you never, you never come. Well, not never. This is a relative in the past month or so. But you just don't. They don't open the gates after dark. I mean, if like. If like the the Roman Emperor rolled up right now, obviously they'd let him in. It's not like a like a total lockdown, but if if, you know, if just... Romeo weren't exiled and he were just a sorry, which are you again? Which house? Montague. Yeah, so if he were just like a normal Montague, could he just like go in right now? No. Okay. He would have to wait until morning. Never mind then. I I like the invisible idea. I'm very I'm very noticeable. Yeah, wait. So, so, uh, so, uh, Hester. Uh, yes. What, what was your What was your part of the plan again? I'm well, sorry, I can't, I got distracted. Um, I can't make people invisible. Can you but I can make remind it. Remind me what your whole thing was. My whole thing um, is I would cast a spell on all of us that would make us. It doesn't make us invisible. It just means that if we're sneaking somewhere, we have a significant uh, advantage to passing without trace. One might say. Ah, <laughs> um, I see. So that would okay. be a, a significant, but especially if everybody's focused on you, if the guards are all looking at you, the rest of us can perhaps just yeah. slip by through the gate. So, so are you saying you do your thing and I not cast my spell, or that we cast both? Well, both? I don't know what exactly your spell does, but I was thinking we cast both of them. So my I want. I just want to. I just want to interject here to say that you look. Looking at the gate, you see it is closed. Oh. There is, there is like, a physical barrier to right. entry. Well, if they open it for you, the rest of us could sneak. Or we could just pretend to be actors and say that we're all late for a show. Romeo, why do you have to go in tonight? Because I can't wait another moment. Also, they might they might close up the tomb soon. I don't know. They just had the funeral. Wait, so Ro I don't know how long it's going to be unsealed. Romeo, has this always been the rules in Verona? I mean, did they just start doing this? Not always. They start. They started a few weeks ago part of when the prince was getting really pissed about all the fighting he thought it would try to he thought it would calm things down oh okay um that gives me i'm not uh that didn't give me any useful information so <laughs> i gathered nothing sorry uh, hmm. well other options <laughs> other options that i have in my arsenal of skills is i could um i could make words appear in the sky I don't know how that would help, but if anyone has any ideas, well, <laughs> open the fucking gate. Well, 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 well okay, okay. Uh, I can. Uh, I, I got I got a couple things in my little theater magic, you know, my my uh, my baker's players training, so I can do something where uh, where all the attention's on me. Uh, but it sounds like you kind of got that covered, right? With the with the 
people sneaking stuff. So I can also uh, do suge- make suggestions uh, for people. Ah. If he doesn't want to open the gate, I could uh, be like, hey, uh, how about... You open the gate. You open it. I got a question. <laughs> Honestly, that might just work. We might just I have a question be- for the DM. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How high are these walls of Verona? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, about 20 feet. How many hands is your horse, Guinevere? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have uh, How many guard towers are there? Uh, well, there's various throughout the city. Right now, it's like you've got the gate, and on either side of the gate, there's like, there's like a guard tower perched atop like the gate post, you might call it. Right, but like and then there's two guards on the along ground. the rest of the wall. All along the watchtower. Along the rest of the wall, sort of at sort of at semi regular intervals. Wait, so if it, so so if we're so coming could, to the gate What's like the broadest stretch? The broadest stretch if you moved down the walls a bit, you could probably get like uh like a sixty foot stretch with no between guard towers. Okay, and how tall are all you guys? <laughs> I'm I'm a f- you know, I say 5'10", but it's probably around 5'9". <laughs> I'm like... I'm 6'2". 3'3", three three or something like that. I think we could just climb them. But, but then, alright, so we, we sneak and we climb the wall. Uh, yeah, I, I was think just we gonna go climb. in inside it. Alright, um, so how oh, about... Oh, wait, I, 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 I touch uh, bath mat's hands and I go, Hey, buddy, I think you're gonna have to... Because I, I, you can't be on the <laughs> also. <laughs> What, what 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 do you mean? I mean, are you gonna act like an actor? Are you gonna have the soul of an actor? I, I don't know. I'll do whatever the I'll go along with whatever the plan is. Are you gonna either blink a lot or not at all? Andy, <laughs> I'm the <laughs> lowest person in the social hierarchy. Andy, how much would like a drop from this wall? Would it damage us if you like dangle from um, the top and drop? Yeah, I believe it's what is it one one d four for every ten feet. You I fall? think it's one d six. It's one d six for every ten feet over ten. I think. Wait. Hold okay. on, hold on. Okay, so if you're uh, dangling from the top and then you drop, that's only like 14 feet, right? I mean, I mean, bath mat, I, I love you, buddy. You would take damage, but like, you'd survive. <laughs> well, um, what if it was a jump as opposed to a fall? That wouldn't change it. No? I mean, I mean, bath mat, Unless there's I, something I I'm not you. seeing here. You're still falling from that height. You're just doing it on purpose. <laughs> I don't know, that's like jumping off a one-story building, guys. <laughs> Which is not advice. I've done worse. <laughs> but a, we are hard. level four. <laughs> I just I just want to speak to our impressionable listeners out there. Don't jump off buildings. Don't do it. Come it's on, not you cool. haven't jumped off a one-story building no, it is before. Cool. You can have little a building to jump off of as a tree. Hannah, you are opening us up to liability. <laughs> Actually, you know, for Nolani, it'd be like a like a eleven-foot drop if, if uh, Trio's got his fingies dangling at the top of the wall and his toes dangling down. <laughs> It is just 1d6 per 10 feet. So you'd take 1d6. Trio also would just, just like, carcassly yeah, climb up one side and then climb down yeah, the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we should climb up one side and then climb Not up. without casting should... spider climb, he wouldn't. Wait, wait, oh. wait, wait. Guys, guys. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, what's, I... what's your name? T- Toby. To- to- Toby. I mean, Tob- Tobias, Toby, if, if you're nasty or a fan. Um, <laughs> and all your fans are. Um, all the world's my fans. Um, Bathmat, I mean, 
you're you're one of you're one of Romeo's guys, so they're not gonna they're gonna be looking at your face. They're gonna know you're you're a Montague, so you can't be on my horse. Right. And they'll also know Romeo, who's the bigger deal. Well, no, I know. I'm just saying you can't stay on my oh, horse. Oh, like, get off, okay. Like, get off my horse. Um, <laughs> all right. He cli- he cli- he climbs down, but he does it really slowly. And I assume as he's been riding behind you, he sort of had like hands around the waist, and he like yeah. He lingers a little bit and then gets off. I've got an idea. I do have Wait. that effect on um, guildsmen. Does Romeo look like a sturdy little guy? I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> like, could Romeo take like one d six damage and be okay? Uh, he wouldn't die. We'd He'd be kill injured. Romeo it wouldn't. Be, it wouldn't. It probably wouldn't kill him. I mean, an hour into the adventure. Yes. Emotionally, he cannot take it. Oh, yeah, mean, he's extremely fragile, like psychologically, but physically, okay. he's like he wouldn't die. Treo, you could heal this guy if he were to like get fucked up or something, right? Me? I don't really like the tenor okay. that this conversation <laughs> is taking on. Baritone. I don't want to cast both my put the attention on me spell and my suggestion spell. So if your guys are going to be climbing over the wall, you guys are going to have to figure out how to do that without being unseen because my job is opening the door. Yep. You try that. So if you if you like do this whole thing where you try and get them to let you in, and if it works, great, we sneak through. If it doesn't, you're taking the attention off of us so we can just go hop over the wall like 30 feet down the line. Right, but then, but then how do I get through? Uh, well. Well, it's been great to have JoJo join us. She won't be in the rest of the episode. We'll see you in the morning. <laughs> I mean, wait, um, fuck, I can't ask this. Because if I knew that we had a long rest in our future, then I would be like, fuck it, I'd be making it rain. But, well, if, um, we, if we make it through the night. We could I mean, just go like, take a nap outside the tomb. In the tomb, no. even. I mean, I, I mean, I am... I'm in a hurry here. We're not going to be taking rests. I mean, unless right. af- after you get me the tomb, you can do whatever you want. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go up and be like, look, I'm late for my, I'm, le- I'm late for my play. Here's my credit, you know, here's the script. Here's my credentials. I'm who I say I am. Open the door, please. I have a thought. Let's all try to climb over the wall without you distracting the guards. Let's just find a spot where there's no guards. And try to climb over the wall, and then if we fail, we default to the oh, we're struggling actors. Uh, I don't know if I know how to climb. You don't need to climb. You don't need to climb. I'm not great at climbing either. (laughs) Okay. Can you do the the pass without trace thing? I don't know what it's called for you. Pass without trace, yeah, I can. can, can I can. Can you do that just as sort of like insurance here? Yes, it sounds like either way somebody's gonna be sneaking. So I will cast. I'm gonna go ahead and cast Pass Without Trace on everyone. It's just I also I can cast a, a minor illusion so they're distracted by something that isn't me. Oh, that would be good. I also could can you do, do that as like a, without using a spell slot, oh. Toby? Uh, you know what? Yeah, oh. it's a it's a little bit of free theater magic. Oh, okay. I could also send swarms of bugs after them. That's oh. messed up. That is a little well, fucked up. It would be distracting. Nothing's too messed up for me. See? I'm a man on a mission. This kid approves. Uh, I think... Kill them if you want. I don't care. Wow. And Balthazar's like, no! Okay, whoa, okay, easy, easy, Romeo. So the question is, if if I'm doing a little bit of, little bit of uh, projection work, 
let's call it, uh, doing a little a little theater magic and making something for them to be distracted by that isn't me. Uh, stop looking at me like that. Yeah. Um, something that isn't me while we climb over the wall, should it be uh, a sound uh, or an object? Because the thing is, with an object, if they try and touch it, it's they're going to know yeah. it's not real. Uh, but if it's a sound, they might. But here's the thing: if it's like well, if it's a tower, really... right? So if you just make an object outside the gate, there are two on the ground. Oh, never mind. <laughs> let's do a sound and let's just go. But 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 <laughs> but uh, what kind of sound? I mean, I could do like a like a scream. Hmm, that sounds good. Oh, that's good. Do a scream. Trio wants to go. Trio wants to climb. Trio wants yes. to climb. I also want to climb. I like you, small lady. Thank you. I like you too. Happy child. <laughs> I did think you were going to go for big man and I was going to feel really good about myself, but that's also acceptable. All right. Look, it's not the height of the man. Hang on. Let's just figure out where we're climbing the wall first. So... Do we do we see a suitable stretch, Andy? Yeah, you see it's about 60 feet between guard towers, so okay. if you go to the middle of that, you won't be in direct line of sight of anyone. So If you make a lot of noise and are disruptive, they'll still notice you. But can we go over there to get ready? How 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 far how close do you have to be to make this scream happen? Um uh 30 feet. Oh, that's oh that's perfect. Yeah, that's perfect, right? Yeah, 30 feet that's perfect. What? I mean, not lit. That's anachronistic. <laughs> oh, heaven that's forbid. That's anachronistic. Lighted. That's that's the only part. <laughs> Um, a lit. <laughs> um, I'm I'm gonna start climbing. Nice. Um, I think uh, Andy, is this wall climbable? Um, not easily. I mean, it's not like a rock wall. Right. Like you could climb it if you succeed on so on the check that I. Will I'm have just you gonna pause it. That I'll go last. And are any of you particularly strong? Uh. <laughs> All right, so could the, the three I'm, of you I'm collectively strong. perhaps pull somebody up? Oh, yeah. Collectively, probably. Collectively. All right. I'm, I'm more of like a, like a movement person. Okay, that's, that's, that's fine. That's great. I dismount my horse, and I, I take off my helmet, and I shake my beautiful flowing hair out, and you see that Gwen is a half-elf. It hits um, me in the face. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, shit. What do I do about Horsa? Uh, yeah, I was horse. just gonna leave my Hold horse. on, hold on. The horse's <laughs> name is Horsa. <laughs> yeah, her name's Horsa. Go off, Drogon. Um, uh, this this horse. Uh, I'm sorry, his name. Horsa's a boy. The the horse that I'm on belongs to a uh, a member of the Baker's Guild of Mantua. So I don't think I w- I mean I wasn't gonna give it back anyway. Can you just I mean, park them outside and get them in the I morning? I can just... Horses is self-sufficient. He'll stay here. Yeah, horses are self-sufficient. <laughs> My pony will keep track of all of them and make sure they stay in line, won't you? Andy, so help me God, right now I'm saying that horse is self-sufficient. He's been traveling with me for years. <laughs> can you make... Can you make... If I... If... If... If, uh... Can anyone just tell my horse to go back to Mantua? Because he's not my horse anyway. <laughs> I'm gonna tie my horse to a tree and with my rope, and I'm gonna leave a little feed close enough for it to get at it, so it's chill, and it's gonna be back far enough that the guards aren't gonna see it. Okay, Andy? Okay. And this is the part where we abandon these characters and now play as Pony, Horsa, and Mantua Guy Horse. I'll make a guest appearance as Llama. All right. 
Let's go over the wall. Um, you guys... Alright, so... You guys see as I take my helmet off, Guinevere begins to grow. Ah! Okay. (laughs) What the shit? She goes from being a five foot ten half elf lady, and she grows and she grows until she's about ten feet tall. What the fuck? (laughs) Giant might, baby. Yeah. I mean, third level rune knight feature. All right. I mean, I, wow. I personally love a taller lady, so that's, yeah. I mean, that's just great. <laughs> if I am smaller than large, I become large along with anything I'm wearing, so my chainmail grows with me. All right. And this is conducive to sneaking. Andy, this was on my character sheet. Yeah. <laughs> I believe you. I didn't say I didn't. Out of character, I ask, is that conducive to sneaking? <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah, you need to cast Pass Without Trace. I already <laughs> did. We all have Okay, passed. okay, cool. Okay. Ba- you see Balthazar looks up at Guinevere and just goes, whoa, mama. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, as soon as I cast this minor illusion, we're going to just go for it. We're, we're going. We're, we, I okay. don't have long on this. Okay. I can't hold this very long. Okay, I cast I cast minor illusion. It takes the form of a very helpless uh, 12-year-old girl screaming, help, help. In the and fo- where, and like, where is the sound coming from? It's coming from, like, a uh, question. So, like, did we come out of, like, a, an area of trees um, before we got to the gate? A wooded copse, um, Yeah. Yeah, so it's, com- not, it's coming. Not, f- like, a thick forest, but, like, there's definitely obscured from view it's terrain. It's coming from the obscured from view terrain where, theoretically, there could be someone in there being hurt. All right. So you only, this only has a range of 30 feet, right? Yeah, it, uh, away from like it, it can appear from thirty feet away from me, but it it, it the range is like however pe- people can hear it. Am I am I correct? Right, yes. right, right, right. It's dark. Okay. But who's to say right. these knights can pinpoint where it's coming from? Okay, so picture, uh, uh, there's the guards, right? And then thirty feet away from the guard tower is where we're going. So if we're at the edge of the forest here, thirty feet, uh, horizontally from the area that I'm making it appear, they're going to go straight there and not over here where we are. That's the idea, right? Yes. Yeah, that makes yeah. that makes sense. This so okay. that's what's happening. Cool. Battle map? Oh, oh, and and while I do that, I I I I, I dig through my through my backpack and I take out a a, a book, a beat up book that says uh, Toby's acting journal, do not read. <laughs> <laughs> and and I and I and I say a couple things and you hear the scream and I shove it back into my backpack and then I go, "Okay, we're going. Let's go." Um, All right. So I suddenly, there is from from the from the brush a scream of a twelve-year-old girl going, "Help me! Help me!" Thirty feet horizontally away from us. All right. Uh, and so you see the guards. Uh, all they all hear it, and the two on the ground. You can't really see the ones in the towers very well, but you see some bustling, and you see the ones on the ground. They're like, "What? What, what was that? Did you hear that? I I, I do I don't know what that was. Did you hear it?" Um. <laughs> And then from, yes, right. you hear a voice from up in the tower be like, go, go check it out! Uh, and the two guards on the ground, they kind of, they don't sprint, but they jog off in the direction of the voice. All right. I grab you and start hoisting you up. So <laughs> I, I I want Trio to immediately leap onto... Hold, okay, hold on, hold Wait, on. Wait, we have to run to the wall first. I thought we yeah. were at the wall. No, we're at the edge of the trees. Oh, I'm at the wall because I'm ready to go. You're at the wall, yeah. Now yeah. I'm running. I was the one last because I had yeah. to make it. I had to make the appearance. Yeah, Toby had so to go I'm cast. Running. So but I'm, I'm already hoisting. I want to hoist 
Hester first, I guess? No, you got to do me first so then I can reach down and grab her. Oh, yeah, good call. All right, so... So, Andy, would you I'm like us to make a check here? Well, I don't know, because I'm trying to think about... Climb, so you're 10 feet tall so right now, Taylor? So I'm 10 feet tall, which means that with my arms, I'm maybe 13-ish. 12. I'll give you a 12. Uh, raised. My, my yeah, arms so right now are 2 feet long, and I'm foot 5. But it'll be plenty easier than yeah, it would have been otherwise. I'm trying to work this out. So my arms, as a 5 foot 5 person, are like 2-ish feet long. So that stands to about a third of my height. So with my arms extended at 10 feet tall, I'm probably about 13 feet. That checks out. Maybe a little bit more. <laughs> so I'm going to hoist you up by your feet straight up. And you are tall enough to probably grasp the edge from there. Yeah, I'm I guessing. could also like, <laughs> jump. How, how tall okay, are you, Okay, you trio? can jump if you want. No, I mean from your hands. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm six, Trio, how tall I'm are you? Two. Damn, all right. Yeah, you, Trio, you, could just, you can just grab it and hoist yourself up. Nice. That was easier than I was expecting it to be. <laughs> All right. So now I Trio's will up. dangle down and reach for Hester. I reach up Hester. Okay. Just I will just say in Where terms are the of PCs at. <laughs> they're coming. They're coming. They're just coming. standing. They're waiting to be hoisted. Okay. In terms of the mechanics of the game, what Pass Without Trace does is it gives us plus ten on our right. stealth checks. It is not an automatic pass of stealth right. checks or invisibility <laughs> or anything like that. No, it's the same as my uh, Merge with Stone and main campaign. So as you guys are doing this, everyone does have to roll stealth. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what? I'm not even question. at the wall yet. Take your time. Uh, but I mean, I can just do it now, right? Like, it yeah. doesn't matter? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Roll stealth, because you also have to get to the wall without being oh, seen. Oh, 19 plus Whoa. 2 plus 10. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so plus 10? Yep. That is going to be... Hold on. Oh, I don't have a negative dex modifier in this campaign. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's going to be a 25. Uh, I got a tw 26. I got a 17. <laughs> so that means I rolled a 2. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're lucky. The guard, the the high, the best guard rolled a 16. So you just Oh my god, guys, by. we are so fucking good. <laughs> How did Romeo and Balthazar do on their stealth? Oh, yeah. Ooh, right. <laughs> I forgot about those guys. <laughs> they get plus 10. All right, that's a 28 for Romeo. Nice. And a 22 for Balthazar, so they're good. All right, so I'm hoisting everyone up. Once Toby gets there, I hoist Toby up. Is the wall thick enough that they can, like, chill on the top for a second? Yeah. Because if so, maybe I should be the first to drop down so you guys don't have to take falling damage. Okay. That would be nice. So how are you getting over the wall? I assume they would help hoist me up. How how heavy are you right now? It doesn't say anything. Uh, I'm I'm large, so whatever that would imply. So I'm yeah. assuming your weight has to increase proportionate like, to the height. Like super heavy. Right, but I don't know. Just make an athletics check. Uh, is there a way, in addition to being really big, you could get really small? Because um. I mean, uh, it's going to run out pretty soon, but then I can't help you guys down as well either, so. Oh, because I was just saying, because if you could get really, really oh. small. No, I can't, I can't get, I can't get like, I can't get like her. Like you can't, can't, you can't weigh like less than 10 pounds? No, sorry, I'm going to be pretty heavy, but there are like five of you up there, so I kind of <laughs> figured it'd be okay. Yeah, just climb it, we'll hoist Anybody you. got a rope? Uh, wait, I might, I, I have a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, I have a lot of belongings. Let's see. Uh, boop, 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 boop. I could also jump to grab Let's your hands. See. I have, I have, um, I have pocket sand. 
I have um I have a shovel. I have a shovel. Could you grab what the end if we got up with this plan when we could have just walked up to the gate, pocket sand, and gone through? Wait, could okay, could 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 uh you grab the one end of a shovel That'll and I do. grab the That'll I, do anything. I could just grab anything. I can jump up and grab your hands. I can grab a shovel. Okay, let's do let's do the shovel, and then we all grab the other end of the shovel. Okay. Because I'm on the top of the wall with the shovel, right? Yep. Okay. So yeah. We're, we're, every, right, okay, second. but wait. I just got to Google tensile strength of shovel. Everyone, make sure. <laughs> okay, it would it would withstand a person. You're not a person. <laughs> I'm a large person. I'm assuming that she's helping. Okay, like well, she's climbing the wall. Do you understand how strong iron is? Well, if it helps, I don't. The description says I was imagining this shovel wouldn't. Oh. The description says it's a standard shovel used for digging. So I'm gonna go wood so and that. iron. On does that. that does not help? Um, Andy, uh, you, I gotta you, make sure everyone's touching the shovel before she gets on it. Andy, you can't shear wood vertically. Really? Yeah, no, it's, it's wow. like no matter what. Well, you could yeah. like if you real, but like yanking two sides of wood on like the grain, you're not gonna like. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. But, All yeah. right. Question: How does jumping work? Or Andy, either of you? Um, you can do a vertical jump equal to. I looked this up. I because I looked this up when I play tested. This. I love um, that you just disrespected Andy in his own house by asking <laughs> Hannah the DM question Sorry. automatically. Hannah's the main DM for yeah, a game. Yeah, it's why I automatically habit. went to Hannah. Okay, if you have a running start, you can jump three plus your strength modifier feet. Ooh, my strength modifier. Mm-hmm. And with no running start, you can do half that. Back up, run, jump, and we'll pull you up. Yeah, hang on. That's not a bad jump, honestly. That would that I could I could reach the wall myself if I make it. Do it. My strength modifier is pretty damn good. So uh, yeah, if you don't I make guess, it, just grab the shovel. Yeah, I'll do that. I'm gonna run and jump. Do I need All to right, make a check? You're gonna have to roll another stealth check there, Miss Ten Foot Tall Person running and jumping. <laughs> I'm 60 feet away from them. Or I'm 30 feet away from them. You're 30 feet away from them, which isn't that far. I still have passed without trace, right? Yes, you still have passed without trace. It's the hypotenuse. They're going this way. We're over here. people in guard towers. We're more than 30 feet away from them. But there are two sets of guards. Guard towers 30 feet away from us. Yeah. That's still a 19. Right, 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 right. So I'm good, This right? is something that I genuinely yeah. think would be yeah, more good. doable IRL than we are making it in this <laughs> right? campaign. Like, this is not that hard to do. Jesus. All the guards roll 17s and 18s that time. Wow. But yeah, you still beat them. All right, so that means I can jump seven feet straight in the air so I can grab the top of the wall. Hell yeah. Just barely. Yeah, all right. Nice. You do You do it. You, you've, you've hoisted up Romeo and Balthazar at this point, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah they, they were already gone. I put so my I... shovel away. Jump up, hop down the other side. Guys, this has been a saga. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're not you're not even gonna take fall yeah, damage if you're still giant. Fewer than ten feet for me. So I'm down the other side, raise up my little hands, my nice. big hands. <laughs> Send them down. Hester. We drop Romeo and Balthazar first. Yeah, drop Romeo and Balthazar first. Okay. I, I put them on the ground. Hester is like a toddler compared to your <laughs> ten foot tall self. I gently drop Hester down. A toddler with a long beard. I, I cradle her gently. Guinevere, you you hand you carry Balthazar down in your huge hands and he's like, Oh, thank you. Listen, um I um you know, if you're not doing anything. I put him down, this, I reach I up for Hester. <laughs> Um, how 
to, I'm picturing, I know Balthazar's human, but I'm picturing him as a dwarf right now, and I don't know why. <laughs> He's just a human man. <laughs> um, um, I want to, I want to firmly clasp arms with Toby to lower him down, and we'll stare into each other's eyes for a second. Just so you know. Excuse me, I've only got like 10 more seconds on this. I feel emasculated, but also safe. <laughs> now, be, be careful, my face is my life, okay? And then I <laughs> jumped in. <laughs> and I alight right. like a butterfly onto Guinevere's waiting hands. We've done this act before, but nobody knows that. <laughs> All right. Okay. And just as I'm setting Trio down, I revert to my normal size. Wow. That was an ordeal. All right, congrats. <laughs> we did it. Uh. <laughs> Listen, Guys, that was thought so we cute. were bad in ship. <laughs> I don't All know right. what y'all are talking about. This is the best anything I've ever done has ever gone. <laughs> one time I was playing in a one-shot as myself, and it took me ten minutes to cross Martin's way. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the entire lacrosse team was zombies. Oh my god. Yeah. JoJo's a college student, guys. Whoa, <laughs> saucy. A hip young person. No, I'm she not. might not be by the time this episode comes out. Almost certainly. In will fact, not I would be. say she probably yeah. will. I am not also be. barely not currently. Yeah, I, I barely Are you am. Right now? Yeah, quarantine. Future alumna. Hopefully, by the time that this episode comes out, my career will have advanced to the point where I'm embarrassed of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. That's we can we can just use you for clout. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're over the wall. All right, so. Balthazar says, oh, I, I actually meant to show you this earlier, but I got distracted by all, all the chatter. You're such lovely conversationalists. I have that effect on people. So Andy forgot something. <laughs> uh, so Balthazar show, unrolls uh, a map that he has, and it is the same as the map that I just sent to all of ah. you. Um, check your check your group me. That's right. We use group me. We were college students. <laughs> this is product placement. Product placement also for JoJo's Blue Moon. Group me sponsor us. Yes, it's not a visual medium, but but I want. Yeah, that no one damn. knew she was drinking Blue Moon until just now when you said it. No, she but said if it you've earlier. ever met me, if you've ever met me, you know what I'm drinking. Although they haven't. I'm met gonna me. go grab a Blue Moon too. Yes, I'm I'm drinking the iced coffee flavor. Ooh. Wow. Mine is not gonna be cold, but it's gonna be mango wheat, so it doesn't matter. Because and this is true. This is true. You can't tell if that's the a pro or anti mango wheat statement. The grocery pro. stores near me are cleared out of normal flavor blue moon, which is my preferred flavor. But this is a close second, I guess, because people were like, I don't know what that shit is. Um. And, Andy, what are these hexagons? Those are guard towers. Ah. Only the hexagons, or all the things on the outside wall also. The round things too. All the things on the outside Ooh. wall okay. also. Oh, okay. That's not bad at all. Well, let's so, let's sneak past Montague Manor, like that little path right there. Yeah. Can we say that we're on the side opposite the guard tower? Um. Do you know where on this map, um, the the like lodging that the rest of the Baker's Union players would be at <laughs> is? Ah. Uh, because I should probably just be like, sorry. Let's say it's that um, you see that large rectangle between the guard tower and Paris Manor. Oh, yeah, the one that's across the street from the guard tower? Yeah, that's that's an inn where they're staying. Okay, cool. I'll probably just, well, well anyway. <laughs> All right, yeah, so I'm going to say you guys um, have are now over the wall. You're not right at the, the sort of at the mouth of the gate. You're basically, you didn't say which side you were on, but you're basically 
I'd say judging by 60 feet on either side of that where the external buildings are I would think we would have went the counterclockwise side yeah we would have gone away from the buildings wouldn't they have provided cover you know what Annie Annie pick a side I don't care okay don't be a dick counterclockwise Counterclockwise. Counterclockwise? Okay. okay. Yeah, so you guys are just, you're sort of just to the side of the gate. To the left. Okay, Hester gotcha. looking at this map, and she kind of like looks at it and she's like, all right, I'm not, I'm not as familiar with maps that are of buildings. I'm mostly familiar with maps of the sky, but it looks to me like we should sneak down past the where the Montague Manor, because that way, if something goes down, we have right. allies that we can shout Montagues. for rather than people who want to kill you on sight. But hang on, um, does we're I, in the city, so we're not illegal now. Well, right? Romeo, I mean, is. except for Romeo is. But <laughs> yes, well, yeah, you're allowed to be a pedestrian at night. We're going to walk by people, but that's the problem. If anyone recognizes Romeo, we're done for. Um, is the inn labeled on the map? I'm already done for. Is the inn labeled on the map? No, but you can ask. Uh, Romeo, where's the inn? I just which gotta, inn? The inn, uh, oh, which inn did they say? The, 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 uh, the Charlie Chaplin Inn. Oh, yes, the Charlie Chaplin Inn. Oh, it's right there. Oh, okay. I, I, I guys, I gotta go drop by and leave a note for my, um, for, for my troop just apologizing for missing the the performance tonight but we can go if you guys oh. want to go down that way then we wouldn't split up yeah i mean that's hang on balthazar yes is it going to be suspicious if you're with us not really i mean i'm just a citizen of this city i can do things right but if we've got this guy this guy you know. Right, yeah. Once if if someone suspected that Romeo was with us, seeing me with us too would be pretty suspicious. So right. the goal is for no one to even think that so, Romeo is. So I mean like I here. guess what I'm wondering is do you need to walk with us? Okay. <laughs> okay. Old Balthazar can can Wait. smell which way the wind is what's, blowing if that's how Romeo, you wanna be. What's Romeo wearing? What does he look like? Uh he's How long is his hair? His hair is like Don't say your length. It's a little. It's shorter than my hair is right now. Um, I, and what's uh, he fuck. wearing? Does he wear anything that have it. like a hat or like a or, hood a, or a freaky looking jester mask? No, he's just wear. He's just wearing sort of like a loose, a loose billowy white shirt. Okay, well and, then I guess pants. never mind. My plan was just to cut his hair off. <laughs> Can we just put That's like a not, cloak? No, Anybody have a cloak? Like short hair. I have a cloak. Can we just put a cloak on it? Oh, a cloak. Yeah. Well, what I mean, happened well. to your mask? And a mask. Oh, how big is your cloak, Hannah? Dwarf size. <laughs> That's what I was gonna wear. <laughs> so well, it'll be like a, a mask on a him. A fashionably short cape on him. <laughs> yeah. We we put the mask on him. We say he's a mime. <laughs> and oh, he can't talk. You can and he bring can't him talk. with you to the playhouse, and that way you can like. Well, I'm not even going. I can't look at them. You know, I feel really bad. I'm just gonna go to the inn, and when they get back oh, from no, the no. performance, okay. there's gonna be a note. I think we should try to recruit an entire troop of actors. I think that's <laughs> a really good idea. No, 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 no. That's not what I meant. I just meant that you know. I wonder what sort of voices they would all have. If they see <laughs> that you're an actor, then they can suspend their disbelief that he is also an actor. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Is you know, if I go to the inn, because I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna write a note that says, so sorry, uh, I had the flu, throwing up all over the place on the way from Mantua, I just went straight to bed. Romeo and Balthazar both kind of step away from Toby. 
I don't, but I didn't you believe me? <laughs> Guys, you're, a good actor. you're very good. Yeah, thank you. He's actually out of character. He's not good. <laughs> he's not good. <laughs> he's been acting for a whole year and a half, though. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's all I'm saying is you know his, the cover story is that he's a couldn't be that he's a mime. This and then, is good. And then you just don't yes. say anything. We put the mask and the cloak on him. We don't. Romeo keeps his mouth shut, and we all just walk. All right. That means no crying. We still have this spell on us for another, like, well, it lasts for an hour, so another ten minutes know. at this rate. I don't know if you guys know, but mimes don't talk. Ah. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually had never heard of a mime. Oh. Yeah, and if you just go, like, people will be like, oh, that's a mime. Hey, Romeo, do some do some movement for us. Do some, can you mime a little like bit? Like, mime movement or just movement? He shimmies. No, let me let me teach you, all right? Mimery. Mime is all about feeling that the object is there. We get a fun little like a fun little montage right now of yeah. Toby it's demonstrating like how to mime panning. some jaunty music in the background. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Romeo Romeo tries to mime. Let me roll to see how well he does. <laughs> what would that be? Performance. Yeah. Wow, guys, Romeo has stats. Mm. Does he? Oh, I mean, he does have stats. Yeah, <laughs> not very good stats because he just got a seven for his miming. Mm. Okay. Well, well, I mean, I, I sort of like take Hester and uh, Trio aside. He can get better. Does he have so to he be... does miming, but it's it's bad. No, does he I, have to be? Like he understands. Basically, he understands what mime is and what it's supposed to be. He's just not doing very. Wait, good. guys, Toby's like that's great, just yeah. like that. That's <laughs> yeah, perfect. I'm like, does he really need to be good though? No, we just like, need his to go. Hands are like not on the I mean, same level. I mean, he's a natural. He's a natural. <laughs> All right, that's yeah, so that's good. great. You know, that's great. At one point, he says, "I'm opening the door." No, you don't speak. <laughs> don't speak. I know. This is so complicated. All right. Gwen Stefani, I'm such a huge fan. <laughs> Tr Trio is singing that into a sword as a microphone. Okay. Yeah, well, let's go, gang. So the plan is just to the plan is just to walk. Are we gonna try and stealth, or are we just gonna walk? I mean, it's gonna go ahead. I think stealthing well, would probably okay. be a little bit more suspicious. Yeah, let's just walk to the inn because we're allowed to be at the inn, and then we can try and stealth into the tomb. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. Right. All Walking? right. Just try to All look right, so like you actors. Put, you put the the costume on Romeo. Yes. Yeah. He looks ridiculous, but his face is obscured. Nice. <laughs> Does he look any more like outsidedly ridiculous calves? <laughs> than I? Oh look. my God! The Charlie Chaplin. I was he waiting was right for you there. To get there. Oh. oh. What are you wearing, Trio? <laughs> um, I'm wearing a slightly ostentatious costume with a lot of like red and black and straps. Um, he looks a little more ridiculous than you, but like you look like you fit together. Perfect. All right. Um, someone just I, I take there's a there's an extra book that is like unmarked in my bag and it's a script. Uh, I just hand it to a random person who looks like they're who looks like they're being the actor the least. I hand it to Balthazar. I'm like Balthazar. Oh, you're... I wasn't sure if you meant like a passerby or <laughs> no, one no, no, of no, the no. Party. I'm like Balthazar. You're not selling it. Um, you hold this script, so if anyone questions whether or not you're an actor, you just go, here's my script. Or, you know what? You know what? You say you're the playwright. Okay. If anyone questions whether I'm an actor, I'll turn into a tiger. 
Okay, I, I, I need that back, <laughs> though, when you're done with no, it, because I don't great. know my lines. Hester. All right, Thank sure. Balthazar's, like, reading through. You see him, like, mouthing the lines to himself. He's trying to learn. No, you're the playwright. Well, yeah, but a, a man must know his own work, mustn't okay. he? Okay, yeah, that's true. He's a true artist. Uh... Guinevere just starts walking. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's let's go to yeah. the Charlie Chaplin. And... All right, so you guys are walking to the Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> yeah. Um, roll. I guess really only Romeo needs to roll stealth. The rest of you. He walking. still has plus ten. Wait. It's less stealth and more rolling to not be noticed. Yeah. Stealth in between the group of us. Yeah, you guys are his cover. Cool. Blending. All right. Yeah. So he. Yeah. He. Guards are not gonna be able to beat that. So yeah, he's fine. You guys make it to the end, no problem. Nice. Okay. Cool. So I go in and I go up to the counter, um, and I go, "Hey, uh, this is where the the um, the Frogmore Bakers Union players are are um, staying, right?" Uh, yes, indeed. Can I give you a message? Uh, yes. Can please. I take a message? Just tell them. Just tell them. Uh, hey, and then put like four Y's. And so, so sorry, overslept at Mantua, uh, got the flu, threw up on the way here, uh, couldn't find a horse, got in late, super sick, going straight to bed. Uh, you see- Uh, and then, and then put it from, you know, from, from, from Tobias, from Tobias. Um, you see, he writes the letter and then is reading it back. And when he gets to the part about the flu, he's like, whoa, you, you got to the plague, you get out of here. No, 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 I, I, I. I don't. I just um. You get out of it. I think I the don't. message. Sure, damage is done, but you get out of no, it. No, I don't have the flu. I was. I was just. I, I'm really embarrassed because I overslept again. We're actors. It's the. F- we're actors. It's the fourth time. <laughs> oh, oh. See, I really believed you that you had the flu. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm, I mean, I'm good. It's one gold for an autograph, three gold for a portrait sitting, and also you have to give me a sandwich to eat during the. Portrait I don't sitting. know if I can deliver this falsified <laughs> message in a good conscience. It's. Listen. Actors have very fragile egos. If they think that I just overslept, they're gonna think I'm not committed to that to the to the to the troupe. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Can I have an autograph for free? No, it's uh, it's one gold. All right, then I, I don't get to the message. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> you All right, just make that out to uh, Rodrigo. And he holds out his arm for you to sign. You drive a hard bargain, Rodrigo. Um, do you oh, want- I'm not Rodrigo. It's my son. Oh. 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 That's cute. Uh, so anything else you want to say Say for Rodrigo? Uh, tell him he's a very good boy. Uh, all right. All right, Rodrigo, and then I do a little hard over the eye. I go, "You're a very good boy, <laughs> and your and your papa's a true fan. Uh, uh, never stop dreaming. <laughs> Love, Tobias Heineken bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. So, uh, sorry, who are you again? I'm 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 to- I'm Toby Bicycle. I pl- I'm I'm in the Baker's Union. Uh, from, oh from yeah, Frogmore. those guys. Yeah, yeah, I'm playing. They're the... great. They seem sort of in a foul mood when they arrived, like they were missing something important. Yeah, but who no, knows what that uh, was about? Uh, that's you know, and you know what? Uh, it's really I do feel that I have a sickness when it comes to to oversleeping. It. Uh, I've been tested for narcolepsy, but it was inconclusive. So thank you so much. Uh, I hope Rodrigo. I loves don't know his what autograph. that word means. Uh. uh uh, yeah. I hope Rodrigo likes his autograph. <laughs> I grab him by the collar and we back out. Okay, I'm gonna. Yep. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Don't get to the flu. <laughs> no. 
I, well, yeah, you either. You too, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you exit the Charlie Chaplin and you find yourself uh, at an intersection where basically you can either go left or you can go right. Let's go. Let me look at this map more critically. Balthazar goes, well, if we if we go left, we'll go past Capulet Manor. And obviously, you know, they hate Romeo and they will probably kill him on sight because they're pretty salty about Tybalt. So we if we go right, we go past Montague Manor, who's, they like Romeo, but they will probably not want him to go to the tomb. They'll probably just want him to come inside. Okay, um, but And but Royal he's... Manor, of course, they will arrest Romeo if they see him. This and we'd have to go past there isn't to get to... Romeo... Right? I mean, this is just a mime. Just our, our, yeah. our mime. Right, right. If our plan works, it doesn't matter which way we go. I'm just saying. It's just our mime. Our, our pet mime, Chauncey. Mm, yes. <laughs> Romeo goes, Chauncey! Chauncey! <laughs> no, no, mime's silent. No, you don't say it. <laughs> not oh, not sorry, Mr. Mime. Sorry, not I was Mr. Mime. About the concept. <laughs> All right. I say we go past Montague Manor because between being arrested and killed on sight and told to come inside, there's a clear winner. <laughs> it does seem better. Yeah. I mean, we will also be going past the Royal Manor for arrest in this situation, but well, yes, I agree. All right, are, are we going? Let's just, let's yes, just go. Going. Yeah, are you let's going? Go past we go. All right, you go. <laughs> uh, so you enter, you turn right, uh, and you enter that sort of square that you can see with a guard tower in the middle of it. Romeo's going to stealth again. Ooh, um, oh, he got, he has, I forgot about pass without traits. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he, he nailed that. Oh, he's so stealthy. You, you got, you guys for a second are like, shit, where's Romeo? <laughs> and then you realize that he's just like right behind you. Chauncey? Uh, <laughs> Chauncey! Uh, and so as you're walking, I'm going to roll a dice here to determine something. <gasps> Whoa, rolling Andy, a dice is, to is, determine is, something. Is the tomb shaped like a T on purpose? T for tomb? No. T for true this, love. The Ooh. building shapes were all randomly generated. T huh. for Tybalt. I still think it's... Ooh. Yeah, which is it? T for try it, bitch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, ah, all right, so. I forgot my blue moon! <laughs> so as you walk, you are sort of in that square, and you see up on the opposite side of the square from Montague Manor, you see two men and they're talking okay <laughs> uh and they don't look happy they're not like this is not a, a fun conversation and you can hear sort of snatches of it um and it basically sounds like they're mad at each other you hear like oh you should oh you fucking oh i swear to god oh. i go i go hey uh hey bath Matt, do you recognize those guys uh let me see it's dark but i think well uh, who romeo <laughs> Romeo, is that um, is that is that is that Bernardo? Chauncey, there? his name's Chauncey. Oh, uh, uh, Chauncey, is that Bernardo there? Romeo goes, Chauncey. R Romeo, come on, just <laughs> you don't have to be doing that right now. Also, you shouldn't be doing that at all. You're both doing it wrong. Um, it <laughs> See, even Toby knows that. I I think that's 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 one of our men right there. I don't know who the other guy is. Judging by the way they're treating each other, probably a Capulet. This could this could get ugly fast. Okay, so why don't we keep going so that we're not involved? I agree. Yeah, it's not All right. our business. Hey, that works. We don't care about these guys. You have the option not to get involved <laughs> in the situation. Seems like a non-issue. <laughs> we're so fucking stupid. <laughs> Look, this doesn't seem 
like relevant to us. We're on a mission. It's, it's true. It's true. Yeah, we're just breaking into a tomb like normal people. People just be out here. Andy's furious with us. <laughs> All right. So as you walk, as you're approaching the royal manor, you hear, um, uh, well, I guess you wouldn't really hear a shove. It's not that loud a thing. But you hear a, oh, and you and you look back and you see one of the guys has just shoved the other. Wait, the um, same guys yells, who we walked away from? Yeah. Well, okay. you're sort of walking, but it's sort of a triangular formation. Which which guy shoved which guy? Um, ooh, good question. Uh, I'm gonna say Bernardo shoved the other guy. Ah, oh, Bernardo. Uh, and you see the one who was shoved looks over at you walking by, and he's like, "Hey, hey, hey, hey give me a hand here." Let me fuck this guy up. Is this guy from Brooklyn? Oh, no, he's an Italian. <laughs> I I say sorry. I don't speak common. What language do you say that in? Uh, common. <laughs> you just spoke common right there. Capulets are Brooklyn now. Sorry, I don't speak common. I say again. Hey, what's this guy doing? <laughs> oh, only... I get it. He only knows the one phrase. Yeah, that's the only <laughs> phrase he knows. Sorry, sorry, buddy. And then you and you see Bernardo. Bernardo is like, "Come on, man! Why you gotta make him feel bad about about his language acquisition?" Like, "Hey, I didn't mean nothing by it." Like, Fuck and then you, I, man. I say, um, "I say, where is the library?" Can I just say that I like that they're Italian American? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, the Capulets are Italian American. Montagues are supposed to be more straight Italian. That's just my accent is bad. So the Capulets are the sharks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, but like, uh, how do you, hey, what about the rest of you? You all, you all speak common or 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 Italian? Uh, I just keep walking. I don't even look at him. <laughs> I give sort of like a friendly. I I say kind of like, don't I? I heard that fighting is illegal in this town, which means you can't do it. So we're gonna keep going. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You hear that, you mon? You asshole! Fighting's illegal. Come on, any of you guys though? I go, oh! Romeo goes, <laughs> Chauncey! I slap Romeo. And the captain's like, ah, oh, it's just a mime. He's not going to help. <laughs> I say, where is the bathroom? I, th- I don't know if this guy actually wants to know stuff or not. And Bernardo's like, yeah, I don't know. It's a hard to tell. Ren also says, Chauncey! You guys so keep we, walking? Keep, All right. we leave. All right, we leave. All right, you extricate yourselves from this situation. <laughs> <laughs> and you just hear you. They, seem, they seemed like they were like friendly rivals. They were just they were just razzing each I'm other. Surprised Balthazar didn't get recognized. I know. <laughs> as you as you walk away, you hear a gunshot. No. Um, <laughs> you don't. There are no guns. Common. Well, I guess there's probably like flintlocks, maybe. But yeah, they didn't have guns. I'm sorry, this is... Isn't this 1400? I'm sorry, there are rules? Oh, yeah, I, uh... No, Andy, you said it was 14. Well, no, I said England was in 1400, but every country's in a different time period. Oh, oh, I see. We got the fucking Roman Empire hanging out. Yeah, that's true. Duh. As we walk, I button and unbutton my my shirt nervously. All right, so you pass the royal palace. Oh, my God, what are those? Which has two guards out front. Buttonholes. Oh, ba- Balthazar looks over at your shirt and he's like, hey, knight, hey, oh, fuck, I'm trapped in Brooklyn voice. <laughs> he's like, oh, uh, nice, um, buttons are those called? He was definitely British accent before. <laughs> I've been in the woods, I haven't heard of this newfangled invention. So hold on, those those actually... Do they work? So those, so they, they're, like, they're, they're not just decoration. They're, they fasten. 
It's crazy. My God. Well, that's fascinating. What will they come up with next? <laughs> uh, so there are guards in front of where? Uh, the Royal Palace, <laughs> and you're walking by it. And we're gonna. Oh, roll we're away. not going in there. No. Yeah, we're not going in there. We're just walking by. Yeah, it. but they're mm -hmm. looking at you like you're pedestrians on the street walking by a building that has guards outside. Okay. Okay. We just keep nothing walking. needs to happen because we we're wave. not doing anything, and they don't have any reason to bother us, and we're just passing by. All right. So even with Pat, yeah, but they're guards in like an authoritarian city. Mm -hmm. So even with Pass that trace. Whoa, Verona's authoritarian. I mean, it has a monarch. It is now. <laughs> That's true. Uh, as you walk past, Romeo got a 16 on his stealth, even with Pass Without Trace. So this is actually the danger zone. Not awful, though. Hey, Hannah, what do I, what do, I do if it's a tie? Um, uh, <laughs> interesting. Usually ties go to the, like, it's like you have to meet the DC. So I would probably, I think since Romeo rolled first, I'd give it to the guards. All right. Uh, so one of the guards <laughs> sees you walk by and notices Thanks, your sort Hannah. of strange. <laughs> look, I'm a slave to the rules. <laughs> the way that you guys are all looking. Well, not all of you, but some of you are looking pretty strange. And he's like, hey, what's uh, where are you guys going? I say, Chauncey. <laughs> <laughs> I go, oh, sorry. We're just, we're from the, the Baker's Union acting troupe from England. So we're just having a look around. We just got here a couple hours ago. Oh, this guy's an actor. Oh, and, and what are you? We're all actors except for the one holding the script. He's our playwright. Yep. Yeah, I do the like, stunts. Hey, hey. Hey, is that you, Balthazar? <laughs> uh, Balthazar looks, looks. he just looks at all of you waiting for some indication of what to say. Yeah, we're doing yep. like a series of local plays where the playwrights are local and then we just sort of tour the country. <clears throat> and just yes, sort of, that's you know. right. They uh, they contacted me to use to use my work. Hey, I didn't know you were an artist, man. Yes, uh, not many people do, but uh, I suppose they will soon enough, won't they? Uh, yes. Uh, Toby, roll deception. <laughs> All of us? Um, uh, se well, uh, 17. What are you all doing to help? Nothing. Uh, I have a dirty 20 on that. I sort of stepped in front of Romeo when I explained about the local playwrights. I'm twirling things. Okay, that's chill. I I'm sorry, so I, my dirty 20 does nothing for you? <laughs> wow, that's Hey, Jones, your dirty 20 does a lot for me. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we all in Brooklyn? <laughs> hey, you should have seen know. that dirty 20 she had on her. I say this, Jojo, is this even Brooklyn? What accent are we doing here? You're doing, like, Chicago Bob. Hey, I'm rolling here. <laughs> it's awful. Uh, anyways, so the guard, he didn't beat you. Uh, so he's like, oh, okay, that's uh, cool. Well, um, good luck. Where, where are you going? Oh, you're just taking a look around. All right, you said that. Uh, just, all right, yes, let me know if yeah. I can uh, help you with anything. Oh, thank oh. you so much. Oh, the people in this thank town are you. so polite. Ah, they should sure are. So polite. Hey, Just uh, don't fight in the streets or we'll put you to death. No, of course. Always great to meet a fan. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, have a nice day. <laughs> All right, so you guys it, it's, it's walk neat. past the royal manor, and I assume you turn right to go to the tomb? Yes, yeah. we do. All right. Press yeah, F do. to go to the tomb. Cool. You're at the tomb. Uh, so Press the tomb, it's specs. a big stone building you know how tombs are it's very decadent like it's one of the it's made by the capulets who are very rich and into luxury uh and it's the entrance is a big stone door which is currently ajar huh? and romeo runs up and pushes on it wait what 
Um, I wouldn't just, I wouldn't just be rushing in there, man. What if there's like um, guards or skeletons? Um, well, or skeleton well, there's definitely guards. skeletons. It is a tomb. Um, a lot of dead. I bodies. meant animated skeletons. Oh, oh, you mean like, like someone drew a picture of a bunch of skeletons and then flipped through yes. the pages really fast to make it look like he was juggling Ooh. his head bone. I can do that. Matter. You can juggle your head bone. <laughs> yeah, but only once. Oh, I see. The forbidden, <laughs> the final trick. It will How be you... my magnum opus. How are you even gonna do it once? My pies de resistance. <laughs> are you familiar with Mike the Headless Chicken? Um. So. Uh... I guess, so the, I mean, he's in there. Uh, yeah, Romeo, Romeo was pushing on the door, but he's not <laughs> able to move it on his own. Oh. All right, I walk up next to him. I Before I push on the door, I just want to pop my little head in there. Uh, all right, yeah, so you pop your head in. You see a long, not super long, like, like 30, 60 feet. That's, I don't know why I, I, I estimated it. I have the <laughs> info. It's 60 feet long. Um, uh, sort of stone hallway with a few torches on the wall. that are a bunch of torches on the wall. Only a few of them are lit. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, and they open it. You can see at the end of the hallway, it opens up into a bigger chamber. Well, we got you to the tomb, kid. I feel like we can just, uh, peace out. No, you have to get me to Juliet. Oh, do you you know? can see it. I can't see <laughs> yeah, her, but I, I don't know the layout of this tomb. I don't know what we're going to run into here. You're here to Why should we me. know the layout? It's going to be, it's going to be 20 more to get you back out of the tomb. <laughs> That's what I'm talking um, about. No, once I'm in there, once we get to Juliet, like, we're good. You don't have to do anything else. Okay. Hmm. So, you don't, you don't know <laughs> that where suspicious. She is? I mean, do you want to go back out, though? Because I could use 20 more. No, I really, your services will no longer be required at that point. Hang on. Are you, are you, you're, you're coming out, right? Yeah. Inside check. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do an inside check, too. <laughs> Although it is hilarious if we just let him. Trio doesn't care. <laughs> God dang, I can't I just roll. Want, guys, out of character, I just want you to know that I forgot that this was based on plays. And I was like, I this genuinely occurred to me. I was like, what if? <laughs> Andy, I rolled a dirty 20 on Insight. So. I got an 8. Uh, okay, so Guinevere, this dude... um. He's up to something. You don't know exactly what it is, but he's but can't he's definitely. What. I can't figure it out based on my context clues. But here. you know, you can tell that he is not just going to walk out of the tomb and go back about his business. There, he has something planned that he doesn't want you guys around for. Oh my god, he's a necromancer! All right, so this kid's either gonna kill himself or desecrate the body. So I think we have to go in with him. <laughs> you sick. Do fuck. you say that <laughs> out loud? <laughs> Uh, yeah. No, I'm not. You sick fuck. <laughs> Chauncey. <laughs> Chauncey. <laughs> All right. Um... Does this, like this look like a depressed man to you? And I whip the mask off him. <laughs> he's been crying the entire time. <laughs> oh, we laugh at his pain. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Let's go in the tube. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but help me move this door. Oh, yes. <laughs> is it going to be loud if we move it for him? Uh, 
if it's already a jar, like not super, like yeah. it'll be a, a sound of stone on stone, but it won't be like a super loud sound. It won't be like a siren. Right, and you're a little set off from the city right now. It's like behind okay, the fence. Okay, cool. Let's just go right in then, I guess. Wait, before we go in, can I have a moment to consult the stars? I defy you, stars! I'd like to consult them anyway. <laughs> I, Andy, I'd like to take a moment and uh, use my star map. Just, like, start lay, whipping out pieces of paper that just have, like, scattered drawings on them and charcoal and mud and berry juice. Um, and uh, cast augury. Um, right. And what the... I'm casting augury on specifically the course of action that is all of us and Romeo going into the tomb and then continuing to listen to Romeo about what to do once we're inside. And you're supposed to, you choose from the following possible omens, wheel for good results, woe for bad results, wheel and woe for both good and bad results, or nothing for results that aren't especially good or bad. Uh, the spell doesn't take into account any possible circumstances that might change the outcome, such as the casting of additional spells or the loss or gain of a companion. All right. So okay. I cast augury. So. Oh God. What is that? Like, what is a wheel? Like, is there like something you see, or do I just say the words wheel or woe? You just say the words, and I basically see in my star map as I as I calculate the stars. All right. So suddenly you are struck with wheel and woe. Hmm. Well, it's going to be good and bad if we go into the tomb, so let's do it. <laughs> I've always been one for, you know, a roller coaster of experiences in what, my many what's years. What's a roller coaster? <laughs> oh, <whoa. laughs> oh, yeah, no, I've heard it's of that. It's that one constellation that goes like that. Yeah. Ah, yes, of course. That goes up oh, and yeah, down. That's, that's the roller coaster I was thinking of, too. Yes. <laughs> oh, and uh, you know, if he if he tries to pull anything, I can always try and um, uh, you know, cast something on him. I love being a bard. <laughs> anyway, let's go. <laughs> Me oh, too. Bard. You're both bards. Oh, that's great. That that makes sense. Do you help him yep. push the stone? Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. You yeah. don't need to roll. Once you guys are all, it's not okay. like a magically. It's just a slightly heavy door. Uh, you do it, and Ro- you see Romeo straining. You get the door out of the way. Uh, and then here's this tunnel, and he's like, all right, let's go. All right, yeah, let's go. Oh, my God, guys, wait, wait. Can I say this in character? Can I just be like, oh, my God, guys, I just remembered that Chauncey is the same guy from before. <laughs> <laughs> Chauncey. Wow, he's a really good actor. Pretty wild. Convinced even myself. Um, are we gonna let Romeo walk first, or should maybe oh. somebody strong walk first? No, I think Romeo should walk in the middle. Yeah. All right. What? So what? What's the order that we're walking in? I'll go first. I'll I'll cartwheel merrily through. I'll stalk along behind trio. Uh, I'll I'd I'll like be to... in the middle. I don't know. I'll hold his hand. <laughs> I'd like to go in the back Thank and just you. kind of keep an keep an eye out. I just don't want to be in front. Keep an eye. I'm keeping an eye out behind us. All right. All right. Bal- Guys, Balthazar I'm a, brings I'm a up the rear. Soft and lithe boy. All right. <laughs> okay. Cool. I'm toned, but I'm not ripped. I don't want to go in front. That's okay. I'm ripped. I'm just a bard. I'm ripped. 
What are you saying about just bards, huh? Trio says with like his ass above his head somehow. What? <laughs> okay. He's very foldy boy. I don't okay. Alright, cool. So you're walking, uh Trio, give me a dexterity saving throw. Ooh. Oh yes I will. <laughs> uh oh. You're one bad roll, huh? Nine. <sighs> okay. Uh so you guys see you're walking. Trio's bringing up the front, just bouncing happily along, when suddenly you hear a sort of, uh, like a click, and all of a sudden, uh. Trio, you feel the floor just goes out from under you. Uh, oh, jeez! And oh, you fall into a pit. And what's at the bottom of that pit, you might ask? It's spikes. <laughs> not like huge spikes. You're not gonna die, but... Can I try and grab for him? Well, Oh. Make a make a make a dexterity check. All right. I was so caught up in the Shakespeare of it all that I forgot that it was D and D. We were going into a creepy tomb. <laughs> yeah, I thought we were just shit posting. I was so caught up in the magic of Shakespeare that for a moment I lived in a world where traps didn't exist. <laughs> I know. For a second, I was thinking, oh, it's just normal Romeo and Juliet. We'll be yeah. cool now. No, oh, I'm gonna grab my shovel. Just in, you know, I'm just gonna have it. Anyways, Andy, that was a. You said deck save. Yeah. Uh, 15. Ooh, not quite. Okay. You brought your fingers brush to get brush against each other as Trio falls. Uh, <gasps> and you land on the spikes and you take. He's dead. <laughs> four damage. Oh, that's it. Okay, that well, I nothing. reach down there with my shovel. Uh, it's about 15 yeah. feet deep. Okay, um. Uh, I'll hold you by the ankles. Okay. And you reach with a shovel. I guess that's. I guess that makes sense. Um, or you know what? I have no. I don't have rope. Someone has rope, surely. <sighs> right? I have a sense I could. I think Trio has the rope. Oh, Trio, no, throw us. Do you have any Wait, rope? You had. Do you rope. guys not have other packs? <laughs> I don't. I'm, I was oh, that's living sad. In the woods. I, I have a pack, but it doesn't have rope in it. Okay, that's wow. fine. My rope's outside. I established that. So okay. Um, I I, I, I feel have okay about climbing. <laughs> All right, fine. Shovel's too good for this guy. Um, Andy, is there like a uh, like enough of any sort of gap in between the I'm assuming stones that make up this pit that I could uh, stab a dagger into, or is this like an immaculately unmasoned smooth pit? Um, it's not immaculate. Um, there are some spaces, but not enough that you could like create like a dagger ladder. Or, no, I just have the one. Right, but but I mean, like, it's not. There's not always going to be another place for you to go as you climb. I was just gonna. I'm six two, and this is a f- fifteen foot. I just yeah. need to make it up oh. once. That's true. Yeah, I guess you are tall. I also have two daggers. If he can throw them to him, and he needs more steps. Yeah, so there's there's a place about about head height that you could stab a dagger in. All right, so I stab that. I do a little climby climb, and I step up onto the dagger. What do you give want? Give me uh, give me a strength check. Jesus, that's a three. Ooh, okay, so here's what happens. You stab the dagger in, you haul yourself up and try to stand on it, you fall down, and... (laughs) Oh, well, only one. You take one more damage. Dick? Shovel time? I say shovel time. I agree. Chauncey! All right. Okay, first of all... Hester, make sure he doesn't go anywhere. Um, I'm the one who wants to be here. Okay. Uh, everybody who isn't the short old woman, hold my ho- hold my ankles, and I'll and I'll lead over with the shovel. 
Alright, I hold his ankles. Ow. Balthazar goes down to hold your ankles, but he's like a little too excited about it. Mine? No, no, Toby's. Okay. Balthazar's just a little too excited. I was gonna be like, you don't need to hold mine. <laughs> Alright, we hold Toby's ankles and lower him. Never a wrong time to be a fan. Lower Toby into the pit. What? Now yeah, with the shovel. <laughs> Why are we lowering Toby it. into the pit? <laughs> so he can reach the shovel in so there? They can, so I can reach a shovel down and you can it's grab it. It's 15 feet. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Why not just drop him this in? Once I was upside down. <laughs> I don't think you'd have to. Like here. if you just like if you were just like from the waist and you had the shovel down, that's fine. I didn't anticipate there needing to be any lowering. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying, my, I wasn't saying lower me into the pit. I'm saying I'm leaning over the pit with my waist, but I'm not strong yes. enough in my core okay, to okay. lift yes. a six foot person up. So you're gotcha. gonna drag me back. Once he has inclined plane. Right, I'm uh, I'm an, like I'm enough over the pit that if they let go, I'd right. probably fall forwards. I did not mean that we were dropping Toby in with you. All right, <laughs> all right, you kids have fun in the playpen. So everybody involved in this make a strength saving throw or a strength saving check. Saving throw. Strength check. check. Trio has a sixteen. Okay, I have a seven. Damn. Well, I rolled pretty poorly, but it's no, still wait. gonna. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's still going to be an 11 for me. I thought it said 7, but now I've looked back and it's a 15. So maybe I just looked at it too early. <laughs> I don't know what to do. This has never happened to me before. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what? It moved? No, here's what I think happened. So look, so 15 and 7 are next to each other. You looked at the one on the side? Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I guess. I don't know. All right. Well, it works. Okay. You guys drag Trio back up. Nice. Ow. Nice. That hurt. Falling on spikes twice. He Ow. looks pretty fine though, right? Yeah. Keep an eye out. Like he's damaged. He looks like he's taken five damage. Okay, but he looks fine. Okay. I look like hey. I've gotten stabbed. Maybe do, someone should... Do we have a way to get past this pit? <laughs> yeah, it's not the whole floor, is it? No, it's about uh, ten feet across. Okay, great. Alright, I want to do a perception check on the floor beyond the pit. Alright. Do it. All right. Actually, uh, actually, make that an investigation. Um, okay. That's actually better for me. <laughs> 21. Um, yeah, so you see there's super another pressure plate like 20 feet down the hallway. All right, cool. So I make a note of it and choose to avoid it, I guess, as we walk. All right. Do, do, do you, you share this information? <laughs> uh, yeah. There's another one down there, so I'm going to go first. Okay. Okay. Well, but but we have to get across it. It's how big is it? I we can walk around it. Right? No, it's yeah. the whole um oh. the whole hallway, oh. ten feet across. How f- you have you have a ten feet foot gap to cross? Okay. Hmm. Is well- anybody's strength <laughs> lower than ten? Uh, no. Nope. I'm pretty sure with a running start we can we can jump. Yeah. Long jump rules. If you have a running start, yeah. you can jump equal to your strength score. I look oh, at okay. uh, Balthazar and Romeo. Wait, yeah, what is Balthazar? Oh, yeah. <laughs> nope, he's good. He's good. All right, Great. so we all run Let's and just jump. All jump. Okay. But run short enough so as to not hit the next pressure plate. I mean, we're not going to jump 30 feet. 
My strength is exactly 10, and I only have a 25-foot speed, so if someone on the other side <laughs> can be willing to receive oh, me. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll receive Hester. <laughs> Great. Hester backs up and just, like, runs with her short little legs oh. and just leaps oh. across. This is beautiful. Love is love. I could have tossed just you. I just Hester. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. All right, so everyone jumps across. We make across. it, though, right? Uh, and yeah. Taylor, you see there is that one more pressure plate, but that looks to be the only other trap in this hallway. Okay, cool. So can we keep walking and I make a point to avoid it so they know where to walk? Yeah. All right, cool. so you walk, everyone everyone <laughs> avoids it. Balthazar like stumbles and almost steps on it, but he catches himself. Uh, and so you get to the main chamber. You enter the central chamber, which is a wide, it's a wide high-ceilinged mausoleum, as you might have expected because you're in a tomb. Uh, Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that was Guinevere. Oh. Why are there traps in this tomb? It's all dead people, isn't it? Could be valuable dead people. Could yeah, be they probably want to discourage, like, I don't know, grave robbers or whatever. Okay. Or, like, people that are banned. Yeah. I mean, yeah, these definitely are there to discourage me from being here. That's true. I come from civilization where we don't keep traps in the tombs, but... Where I come from, we have ghosts. Where are you from again? Athens, my fair boy. <laughs> I'm, Athens. I'm sorry, I'm not sure. Was is Athens known for having a lot of ghosts? <laughs> uh, Wait, how old are you? Me? I'm I'm 19. Okay, I'm 21. Don't call me a boy. <laughs> well, I think I'm shorter than you. I think you're fair. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep walking. That is my type. All right. All right. So you enter the chamber, as I was saying. Um, It's filled with coffins and stone sarcophagi. Wait, Andy, how? What do you mean filled with coffins and sarcophagi? Like, how? I mean, not like walled, not like wall to wall, floor to ceiling, just like it has, there's Uh, a lot of them. It's a burial chamber with a bunch of of coffins here. All of the Capulets that have died for the past um, many generations have all been buried here. Okay. Uh, and you see there's also various decoration. You know, there's like, there's some sculpted busts over on top of sarcophagi depicting the faces of the people buried there. There's there's pottery. There's some urns that you imagine probably contain ashes. Um, and there's just some random objet d'art sitting around to decorate the place. As we walk along, I like imitate the faces of the busts. Like I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and there's, yeah, there's still some torches left behind, by presumably by the mourners. Uh, and then you notice in the center of the chamber, um, about 20 feet apart, are two stone gargoyles that are face that Ooh. sit um, facing the entrance to the tomb. Okay. Well, I don't trust those. And far and on the opposite. Why not? And past them, on the opposite side of the chamber, you see another door, which is ajar. This one, it's like a double door, and they're both sort of opened outward, and you see a crack of light coming through. Ooh. And Romeo's like, there, that's where she'll be. Why is she glowing? Andy, yeah. Can I cast Detect Magic? Yes, you can. I cast Detect Magic. All right. Why does she get her own room? Because she's lovely. <laughs> I hold up my star chart and, like, hold it up. And then when I lower it, I can detect magic. All right. So you look around, and this whole room is sort of, let's say it's like a a visual thing, is sort of aglow with magic. Hmm. um, I would say probably conjuration. Ooh. 
that's not what I expected. Hey, guys, the whole room is, uh, conjuring something. Or could conjure something, or was conjured. The whole oh. room is magic. And also, a little bit of necromancy. Oh, a little bit of necromancy. Ouch, Ooh. that's fun. Oh, I don't like that. Just a little bit, as a treat. Um, <laughs> um, necromancy? Yeah? Um, hey, Chauncey. Chauncey! <laughs> We're in the tomb. I feel like he can just well, be Well, now I've sort of gotten into the groove. You know, I'm in character. Right? Well, we yes. still need a disguise yes, when we leave right the where tomb. you want to be, man. But listen, listen, listen. Uh, Hester says there's a little bit of necromancy in here. All right? Now, what are you... Are you trying to make a move on her? Is that what's what? happening here? I'm so... <laughs> what are you implying? I'm so... I'm sorry. I'm just... I'm God, just I hate Hester, him. I'm not... Say, I'm not a Hester necromancer. Said, Okay, Hester. Then explain the necromancy. Hester, the necromancy magic is not coming from Romeo. Yeah, the necromancy. It's just sort of me, ambient in the room. Let me clarify, Toby. The the necromancy is in the room, which makes sense because it's a tomb. That's my wife. Okay. Oh. All right. <laughs> you know what I think? This, I'm just spitballing here, guys. I, this is giving me an idea for my own great lying in state in the tombs of Athens. But I would totally necromance the spirits of some of my more muscular cousins into gargoyles to guard my tomb. See, that's what I thought might be going on. Everyone's but the gargoyles. got muscular cousins. <laughs> Do you not have muscular cousins? I think that's. I mean, technically, Tiddled is Juliet's muscular cousin. Exactly, <laughs> and he's dead. Are the gargoyles pinging as more magic than the rest of the room? Um, no, they're not. Are they pinging okay. as any magic? They actually don't have any... There's no... Necro the necromancy is much weaker around the gargoyles, but they have just as much conjuration mm. as everything else. Are we already in the room? People. Or are we just looking at it? Um, you tell me. Yeah, we were inside. We'd walk I in. I thought we were already in. Yeah, yeah. so did I. That so we kind of stopped happen? short of the gargoyles. Mm. Well, might as well keep walking. Yeah, why don't we just walk Let's through? Let's just go. I'll let you know if it, I can keep this up, so I'll let you know if anything alarming happens. All right. Okay. So, Romeo rushes to the double doors. He swings them wide, and he is face-to-face -face with a dude. Oh, Hold on, wait a second. Yeah. I didn't say Romeo could go first. I said I was in front, remember? Romeo just sprinted past you. Okay. <laughs> no. um, What's the, who's the dude? What does he look uh, like? This dude, he's dressed, he's dressed in very fine clothes. Um, He does yeah. look sort of... Haggard, as if he's been mourning the death of a loved one, perhaps. Yeah. Um, like he's a little unkempt and ungroomed, but he's definitely he he's dressed and bears himself like a nobleman. And he Dad? does he look like a real person, or does he look like a ghost? He looks like a real person. He's flesh and blood, and he stares at okay. you all and is just like, w "We've come to pay our respects." What are you doing here? No one. This is the the hours to pay respects are over. I'm not gonna do an accent for him. Um, the hours to pay respects are over. I. I what are you all doing here? You shouldn't be here. Sorry, um, our, our friend got horse sick, so we were late, but we're here now. Yep. Um, I see. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I want to look at Balthazar and be like, who's this guy? Um, Balthazar whispered back, Paris, he was betrothed to Juliet. Uh, oh, um, um. Does he know that they're married? No. Is he going to fight us? Uh, Maybe. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Depends how we play this. Okay. I feel like this whole conversation um, is audible. <laughs> no, what are you talking about Here's back there? Here's what I do. Here. Uh, one second. One second. I have I have the proper papers. Let me just 
Let me just. I you get, have get the proper my papers to be in the tomb. <laughs> yeah, we have a we have a certification from from Lord Capulet to be oh, here. Oh, he didn't tell me anyone else was. Go I, he told me I would have the place to myself. Yeah. But I know right. that's why he gave us. Uh, that's why he gave us the paper. Okay, and then I take out. I go. I give Paris sort of a disgusted look when he said he needed the place to himself as we stand <laughs> in this necromancy chamber. Balthazar <laughs> is like, you know, people do mourn dead people, right? Like that's not a thing I made up for this adventure. <laughs> I lean into lean into Balthazar and I'm like, foreign concept to her. Go ahead, Toby. <laughs> Wait. So I'm looking in my, I'm looking in my bag, and as I look in the bag. Like I reach in and I open my my acting journal, and huh? and I cast a suggestion. <gasps> nice. So so he has to um uh, make a wisdom saving throw. All right. Um, and my suggestion is going to be, um, why don't you go home and and go to bed and try to put all of this all of this terrible morning out of your mind. Uh, he got a 21 for wisdom. Fuck! <laughs> I, uh, I take it that passes? Uh, I have a negative one to wisdom, so... What's your but charisma? Your Are you a charisma? My charisma? My charisma is 17 plus 3. Um, oh, spell save is, thir save is 13. So yeah, he, he beats you. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, cool. Uh, wait, so do you say that? How does that work? Like, did you just say that out loud to him? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I cast suggestion, so it's it's like I say the thing, and then he and then he rolls, and if he, and if he like didn't pass, he still heard it. He just didn't. Does he know that you tried to cast a spell? Um, I don't uh think so. He just doesn't perform the action. All right. Uh, so he's like, uh, I listen. I was really hoping to spend a little more time here. If you could, you guys just come back later, maybe. Well, unfortunately, the floor is not super open to that right now. What, what it, do you mean? Actually, the, the floor is very open right now. So if we could just nip in super quick and then we'll be out of your hair. What do you mean about the floor? <laughs> That's the, that thing when we were walking in here. Uh, that that the, you were the, on. Lord Capulet forgot to tell us about the pressure. Plate. Oh, you didn't know that. All right, he's going to roll he inside. He told us. He told us there was one, but he didn't tell, tell us about the other one, so we can't go back. Toby, roll deception. Okay. <laughs> can I can I give him advantage, because I was helping? Uh, I'm not sure how helpful you were being. Uh, 15. Jesus Christ. Um, he rolled, he, Paris rolled badly. Um, <laughs> Paris is a dumb. Yeah, I, I see. can't finish my words. Um, well, that's Paris pretty irresponsible done. of him. You know, he definitely usually tells people who are authorized to come here about the traps. And if you don't know about the traps, that means you're an intruder. But, um, he well, told us about, about the second one, but he forgot to tell us there was two. Oh, so it makes, oh, that's class. That's classic Cappy right there. Um, I mean, what are you here for? Did you know Juliet? No, we're, um, an acting troupe and we're just having a look around. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> no! <laughs> My name is Toby Bicycle. I'm, I'm with the Bakers Union Players. You may remember me from such plays as The Yeast from the East. You were doing so good! Um, the Mrs. Miller. We could have made. They're actually, they're writing a show based on yep. your, yeah. your romance. They think yes. this could be one of the greatest tragedies of our time. Really? Yep. Mm -hmm. I see. Paris and, and, and Juliet, they'd call it. Mm, it does have a ring to it. 
Yes, Capulet really wants a story to be preserved, so he told us to come and gaze upon her beauty mm. so we could accurately cast her. You know, it's actually great that you're here. Um, <laughs> if you could just give us a quick statement before you go. Uh, my statement is, um, foul. Just like day. if you had to sum up your feelings in one sentence. Um, most detestable death by thee beguiled would be my statement. Ooh. Okay, great. This That's great actually statement. really good. That's yeah. gonna go right on the poster. Mm. Oh, excellent! Yeah. I love that. Um, yeah. Wait, can we get your full name so you can get a a, a, a credit? Ah, uh, yes. A my full credit? name is um just Paris. Okay. Paris. That's all. The noble county Paris. If you want to be formal, but. Those are just titles. My we name will. is just my name. We will be formal, mm-hmm. sir. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cool. So do you want me so, to stick around and like pose or something with the body? Um, so what, what we need is just like one tableau, but then we just need to kind of get Juliet alone, you see? Because it's sort of like the tragic ending is when you're right. utterly alone in death. Mm, I see. I see. Yes. This play would be well served by having Juliet just be dead alone at the end. Um... It's a tragedy. All right. So I guess, yeah, you guys can do your thing. I'll just wait around um, for when you're done. How's that sound? Perfect. Yeah, like I said, just we do need the room to ourselves at least. Right. Oh, yeah, no, I'll wait out. You can it's go in into her vault. You know, I'll wait out here. Awesome. Our methods are proprietary. You're pirates? No, proprietary. You know, it's like it's personal to us legally. Oh, yes, yes, of course. All right, I'll... All right, yeah, so... So before you go, you know, just sort of like, could you kneel by the bed? Oh, um. Oh. We just need you to look really sad. Okay. We're trying to get a good image for yeah. that. Um, so he walks back into the vault <laughs> uh, where you see. Can, can, we're, we're following him. Yeah, and yeah. so you see it's like a room. It has some torches on the wall. And there's like one stone coffin, sarcophagus, um, in the middle of the room on a raised platform. So I just want to, as we're walking in, I'm walking behind Paris. Okay. And so yeah, just just like <laughs> kneel by Juliet and just look as sa- like maybe could you like one hand across her, the other down on your arm, like you just can't even look at her, you're so sad. Alright, alright. This is this is a hundred percent serious. I love theater. <laughs> alright. Uh Andy? Yeah. I wanna knock him out. Okay. Um, yeah, so he kneels in front of the in front of the coffin. He has like his arm over his eyes in like a swooning pose. And then, um, I guess what would that be? Are there rules for this? There are not. Um, would it just be I attack him? She would just attack him and try and do non-lethal damage. It's probably not going to be enough if he's a formidable foe to knock him out. You can either rule, like as a DM, I could see ruling. Some people will house rule, like if someone's not expecting it, you can just knock them out. Um, But according to the rules of D&D, she'd have to make an attack and do non-lethal damage and do enough damage to kill him in one hit. Okay, Um, so I'm going to, I have have arrived at a number of damage that you will need to do to knock him out. Um, So, yeah, roll an attack. So because it's a surprise, does that help? Uh, roll an attack with advantage. Okay. I'm also, as I'm going to do this, I'm going to get big, too. Oh, okay? Geez. Okay. 
I would like to pull out my lute while she's doing this and be playing like a gentle acoustic cover of Sweet Child of Mine to just set the, the tone. All right. Okay, so... You can do that. So I'm doing that. That is... <laughs> yeah, that's going to hit. That's a 25. Uh, yeah, that definitely hits. And so does it need to be enough damage in one hit or just my turn? Just my turn, I guess your right? turn, yeah, he wouldn't be able to react while it's still your okay, turn. Okay, lit. So... I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be slashing him, but I get out my war hammer and my sword and I'm big now. So I'm gonna swing at him and I hit. That that means I hit with both attacks, right? If I'm dual wielding? I don't think so. I think you have to do separate attacks with each. Yeah, oh, it's okay. bonus That's action fine. is your offhand. Will I get advantage on that too or not? Uh yes. Okay, cool. So the first one hits. This is with my long sword. You're gonna start with I'm... the sword. No, I'm going to start with a hammer. You're right. That's a good call. Um, hang on. I just need to see what else I can possibly do here. I'm just like, I guess I'm just sort of assuming we're not going to face too much trouble on the way out, but that might just be a I'm just going to drop in here as the DM and say that Paris, you see Paris, he's not like, he's not like a huge shredded warrior, man. He's just like a He's a just guy. a guy. He's just a, like he's a, a noble. He's a boy like me. All right. I'm not going to do anything too fancy then, but I am going to do this. So, so with my... Warhammer. <laughs> You're dual wielding a warhammer and a longsword? I took She's the dual wielder tall. feet. Good God. I took the dual wielder feet, so that means I can Honestly. dual wield those. Balthazar shudders. That hurts me to and so, <laughs> because I'm big, my weapon attacks also do an extra 2d6 damage. So... <laughs> I might accidentally kill this man. No. Not, not, no, I'm doing, doing non-lethal. Non -lethal. Yeah. So for the hammer attack, just making sure I have everything here. Okay. <laughs> um. Paris is not strong. Okay. The fact that you're rolling this many dice yeah. means you're almost certainly going to do it. I need to count. Hang on. 18? 18 damage? Yeah. You destroy this man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe I shouldn't have gotten big. Wait, how did you do that? You get giant, you swing your hammer at him, you hit Is it. Is he dead? You just fling him across the room, and he, like, hits the wall and no, just, like, no, no, falls no, no. limp to the floor. No. <laughs> Hang on. If, if I don't want to actually hurt him that bad, so I'm purposefully doing it just enough so I think it's going to knock him out. So I don't want to do that extra shit to him. I just want to knock the guy out, okay? All right. <laughs> you just give him a dainty little tap with your giant war hammer, and he falls down unconscious. Listen, there was so much buildup to this, and I thought it might be tougher to do. I didn't provide any of the buildup. Once build again, I was so caught up in the Shakespeare where there's a fight. Yeah. <laughs> He's just a guy. Uh, the look you gave me made me think that Paris is going to be tough, so I got big. I didn't get That look was fear for Paris's safety. <laughs> well, great. Now he's injured and he knows my name. I switched from sweet child of mine to crazy train. <laughs> I, I just wasted my second giant might. That sucks. How long does the right, giant well, might last? Yeah. Only a minute. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna, guards singing. I'm going to guard the door. All right. So Actually, you know what? I'm going to take Paris and put him somewhere hidey. Maybe. 
Can I lower Paris very gently into the pit so the spikes don't hurt him? You're gonna the go pit's all the way. Like way okay, bad. before you do that, let me tell you what's yeah. happening. Yeah. Okay. Um, sure. So you knock out Paris, and as soon as you do that, Romeo throws off the throws off the costume. He's like, Chauncey, no more. <laughs> and he runs up to the and he is like, Oh, thank you for dealing with him, by the way. Um How did this guy get married? Because I <laughs> loved and was loved. And he pushes the lid off the coffin, and there you see the cold, still body of Juliet. And he reaches out a hand to grab her. But as he does, oh. I knew he was gonna do something. A cold wind drifts through the room. There oh, that's right. We did just walk through that room. Outside in the burial chamber, you hear rattling as if all the caskets and urns and pottery are sort of shaking a bit, and the cold wind picks up, whipping around the vault, and suddenly the wind coalesces in the center of the room into a form, the glowing spectral figure of an angry young man, his lips twisted into a furious snarl, a sword clutched in his fist, and a bloody chest wound exposed beneath his torn doublet. Romeo tears his gaze away from Juliet and gapes up at the ghost. The furious Tybalt! He gasps. Romeo! He shouts. I step in front of Romeo as the giant. And then... He notices all of you also there. <laughs> and thou, who didst consort with him, shalt with him hence. And everybody I roll for initiative. Know. No, I think you've got it all mixed up. <laughs> what did I say about muscular cousins? You, okay. said, you did, you called it. You were right on the money. I did the say cousin. that I stepped, I did say I stepped in front of Romeo. Just putting that out there. I have uh, 17. Taylor, I'll say you also said you were holding Paris in your arms. So. Oh yeah, which is it? Well, well it could be both, Andy, actually. Yeah. Andy said that I couldn't pick Paris up yet. No, you could have picked him up. I said you couldn't carry him away. Oh, okay. If you want, you can right, be holding well, Paris and also standing in front of Romeo. Yeah, but once Tybalt starts talking, I do drop Paris. Great. <laughs> Alright, hold on. I don't, All right, he's like, still alive. throw he's still him alive. to the ground. I don't throw him to the ground, I just drop him. Remember, remember in like episode four when you wanted to kill a guy by just dropping him? <laughs> yeah, but then I was intentionally dropping him down onto his head. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, and Hannah also said that it wasn't possible, so. It's true. <laughs> my initiative is a 19. I'm 17. 13. 21. Wow, guys. Jojo, roll again. Okay. 19. So, are Balthazar and Romeo also rolling? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Alright, so, um, Trio, it's your turn. Also, I've just sent you uh, a map of the layout of the tomb. It doesn't give you that much info, mm. just if you're wondering about the shape of the room. Mm. That looks like a uterus. So it's where are we to look in like this? A heart. Oh, we're in by Juliet's Yeah, you're tomb, up at the so, top okay. where yeah. Juliet's grave is. Oh, I can see the heart, I but I could also heart. see a dog. A dog? Oh, I see the dog, Yeah, actually, with the yeah. ears and the eyes, huh. yeah. Aww. A dog with, like, He's a, got a little, a like, graduation on. cap on, yeah. Or an elephant. It looks like an elephant. If you reach the a next tier of Patreon subscriber, you get to see the dog with a hat on. <laughs> <laughs> a dog's head on a pike. What did he do? Oh, my God. 
Alright, so a fucking ghost is hovering in the air, looking angrily, mainly at Romeo, but at all of you. Actually, he can't look at Romeo, because I'm- That's <laughs> Okay, um, is- Is the ghost armed? Uh, he's holding a sword, but it's like a ghost sword. Alright. Is that better or worse? Okay. It's, it's made of the same stuff that he is, ectoplasm. Well, I'm gonna assume that that could hit us, because why else would he be doing this? So I'm going to cast Blade Ward you on You do know myself. so much about ghosts. <laughs> I do. I'm Athenian. We have a lot of them. So um, I'm going to cast Blade Ward on myself. So I now have resistance against damage dealt by weapon attacks until the end of my next turn. Damn. And then I'm going to... Can I, can I throw an object? No, I don't want to throw anything at a ghost. I don't know how to fight a ghost. Um, also, I don't know how to use spells, dear listeners. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> unsurprisingly. Um, I'll just draw my scimitar and light it on fire. Like, what is that? Just a bonus action. Like, is that a spell you're casting? <laughs> is that like an no, ability you have? No, no, no. no it's, like the, it's like the sword is like oil treated. Oh, oh, so you're just literally, like, putting a match to it. Yes. All right. Oh. And I'm going to do a nice little mouillere and be ready. Cool. Okay. Um, <laughs> Guinevere. the spell is an action. The cantrip was an action. Okay. Guinevere, that's you. Oh, that's me. Um, hmm. So Tybalt just is yelling at us, right? I mean. I mean, he's not actively yelling. Now he's just sort of like. <sighs> Um, if ghosts had muscles, his would all be coiled and taut. Nice. He is a muscular cousin. How far away from us is he? He's, I'd say he's basically in the, the center of the room. So from you, he's like only like five feet away. Okay. Can I just like see if I can put my hand through him as a free action? Uh, like not an attack. You're just holding it out. Like this, this is not going to be my action, but just like as part of my movement. Can I like w see if I can wave a hand through him? Um, yeah, but that'll take half your movement. I mean, I'm already there, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so then I want to do that. Okay. First. Um, interesting. It doesn't, it just, <laughs> the monster description does not say what to do in this case, but I'll say you move your Is hand through it. Is he corporeal? And you feel something. It's not like totally just air, but it's not, you're, but also it's, it's immaterial enough that your hand can go all the way through, but there's definitely resistance like there's definitely something okay. with mass there i call back to trio this guy said he's gonna send us to death with romeo right he implied i it. wasn't really paying attention i don't speak common all right great i swing my hammer at him um well that's gonna be a 13 to hit oh uh, that does not hit Okay. Your hammer passes harmlessly through him, and he laughs. I swing with my other weapon. Uh, is a 24 going to hit? Yes. All right, so my longsword attack. And so that's going to be eight damage. Hold on. Actually, no. I, and this is all happening pretty quickly, right? So I'm still a giant. So that's not eight. It is... 
15 damage to Tybalt. All right. You swing your sword through him, and you see him wince in pain. But you also see, basically, it was because he was immaterial, because he is a ghost, you're not, you can't really get a sense of how much it hurt him. But I can tell that it hurt him. Right. You can tell it hurt him, but it definitely didn't hurt him as much as it might have if you did the same thing to a material being. Okay. Cool. That's all I do. <laughs> all right. Jojo. Toby. I... Okay. Um... I'm going to roll to cast a spell at him. Uh, that's a 15 plus 5. That's a dirty 20. What spell? What spell? <laughs> Uh, (laughs) sort of like let's do some magic um a spell that sends a beam of crackling energy towards him Um, all right so it's barred my ass so what did you get so you rolled yeah what did you roll to hit like a dirty 20 uh all right yeah that hits so you shoot roll damage um hold on i knew it was a Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, 11. Damn. It's, oh, you got yeah. that agonizing blast? Oof! Uh, so you shoot this bolt of energy, and it hits Tybalt, and you see he's like, ah! He sort of, like, convulses for a second, and then shakes it off, and he's like, that actually hurt. Good to know. Now we know how to hurt him. Uh, wow, you muscle cousins else? aren't a small, aren't a smart bunch, are you? Um... <laughs> Uh, um, sorry, I'm trying to figure out, uh, which things I have count as light melee weapons. Um, did, did you just say melee? Melee, whatever. Melee. How old are you? It's, I don't blame her on that one. There's no accent in it whenever anybody writes it. I'm 21 and I'm a Chad. (laughs) <laughs> or Stacy, I don't, I don't know, I don't understand the dynamic there. Um, <laughs> Jojo, you're a Chad. Did you okay. ever think that maybe I could be both? Okay, is it, is it? No, 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 crossbows not. How about these are both ranged? Boomerangs is ranged. Okay, never mind that. I do nothing. I go, I go, I go. Yeah, I love, I love being a bard. <laughs> That's no move. And I end my turn. Uh, Alright, so now it's Tybalt's turn. And you see he grins. Um, And he says, You have trespassed against the sanctity of this family's tomb. Profaned this hallowed ground. And you will Yeah, but you came back from the dead. That's kind of fucked up, man. Yeah, it's fucking awesome is what it is. Muscle cousin. You see, he raises up both of his hands. Um, and Hannah, how long does Detect Magic last? Uh, Detect Magic lasts like 10 minutes, and I haven't dropped it yet. Yeah, so Hannah, you see sort of a pulse of magic uh, of that same mix of conjuration and necromancy oh. shoot out mm. from his hands. Um, and you turn around, and you see that that magic is now much brighter and more active in the room behind you. Whoa. Oh. Uh, and so you watch as sort of, you see some of the coffins begin to wrap. Oh, shit. Uh, and slowly, well, not slowly. This is combat. Everything happens fast. This is in one turn. Um, And the lids to some of them slide off and, and, and hands dripping with rotting flesh or some that are just straight up skeletal 
start to reach out of the coffins and rise up and begin lurching towards you guys. Uh, And there are... What's all this then? Three of them. Three, okay. There are three All zombies right. lurching towards you. And then you also see two ghosts rise up out of two separate tombs, and they look very old. And they don't do anything right now. They just sort of glare at you. Okay. I glare mm. at them, and I go like this. They're, roll intimidation. <laughs> uh, that is a 24. Um, one of them fucking Not pieces. <laughs> one of them is like, one of them is like, forsooth, I don't want to get mixed up in this. And just I like, say, and just floats back into his grave. Back to your oikos. Um, and th- what? You're not, they're not Greek. You're Greek. I know. Uh, and then Tybalt, you oikos see. Oikos like the yogurt. Tybalt floats up to the ceiling of the room, which is about 30 feet up. Um, and you see him grip his sword with two hands, and it suddenly starts glowing extra bright. Oh, man, 30 feet. And, um, Hannah, that's your turn. Okay, so tell me in terms of, uh, where people are. Are there zombies and the new ghost and Tybalt? Who all is, like, say, within five feet of each other? Um... Tybalt is 30 feet up. He's within five feet, like, laterally, but he's way above your head. Um, the zombies behind you are about 15 feet away, and the ghost, the ghost is like 30 feet. Are the zombies close to each other? Um, I would say, I'd say two of the zombies are within five feet of each other. Two of the zombies are within five feet of each other? Hmm. But not close to any of us yet. Right, they're not within five feet of you. Cool, I'm going to throw an ice knife, uh, which is a spell. I throw an ice knife at one of the zombies, the one that has his buddy right next to him. Um, so he has to... Oh, I make a ranged spell attack. Just kidding. Um, that is a uh, 19 to hit. Uh, yeah, that definitely hits. Awesome. So he takes... Um, he takes 10 piercing damage. Is he still up? Uh, yeah, he's still up. Okay. Um, and then the, so this little shard of ice comes flying out of Hester's hand, um, and then it sinks into the zombie's flesh and then explodes. Um, so that zombie and the zombie standing next to him both have to make dexterity saving throws. All right, so the one who was originally hit gets a nat 20 on dexterity. Oh, okay. He succeeds. How does he and the other one that? gets a four. <laughs> Four fails, so that one takes um, six cold damage. All right, but the other, yeah, but so that you throw this ice knife, it embeds itself in the zombie, and he's like, Rrr. um, and then you see he suddenly has like a stroke of insight, grabs the knife, pulls it out of him, and like, <laughs> and tosses it like a live grenade at the other zombie, and it just explodes in that one's face. Awesome. <laughs> Great. Um, and then bonus action, I will take my quarter staff and twirl it in my hand and cast Shillelagh um, and all these Shillelagh! like thorns and vines. Nice. Uh, you love to. Sh- okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that'll be my turn. <laughs> all right. I fought a Shillelagh. Uh, so that's Romeo's turn. Uh, and he is going to. 
throw a dagger at Tybalt. I'm so proud of him. Wow. He's like, Tybalt, thou art the villain. I am none. I told you not to speak. <laughs> Chauncey! <laughs> um, He's doing it on his own. And that is, oh, that is going to hit. Nice. That a boy, Romeo. This feels vaguely perverse, like Andy's praising himself. <laughs> I, no, what could be more Andy? Why is self-praise perverse? Because he's praising himself as yeah, Romeo. Because we live in a society, Jones. Um, and so it hits, that actually, well, it only deals three Prove damage. It. That's a lot for a thrown dagger. Um, so it hits him. And now, hold on. Let's see, it might not matter. Yeah, nothing. Uh, Alright, so now that's Balthazar's turn. Hey... Um, Balthazar, yeah, Balthazar looks, looks at, yeah, at, at you guys and is like, what should I do? I'm not, I'm not much of a fighter. What's, then what is your deal? I'm, <laughs> I'm just a servant. Well then back up and get out of here. Yeah, serve yourself. You mean go towards the zombies? <laughs> no, like behind us. Oh, there are zombies there. Just stand where you are and try not to die. Aye, aye. Jump in Here's the coffin. throw a punch. Jump like in the coffin with the dead girl. Just hop on top of her. Oh, that feels perverse. Oh. <laughs> Don't do that. Oh, now you care about what's perverse. <laughs> yeah, okay. Rome, Romeo draws his sword and is like, stay away <laughs> from my love. And Balthazar's like, yo, okay, okay, no problem. Is this the time? <laughs> okay. Balthazar, just attack them or... If you can. Or do something. Right, Balthazar just chills. Okay. Um, what? So now it's the zombies... <laughs> Um, so Zombie with who got stabbed um moves forward and he is going to attack Hester. <gasps> How old? It's a fourteen to hit. Hits. Alright, so that is only two damage. He rears okay. up and swings his arms down and just kinda like smacks you. Very rude to hit an older woman. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm 500 years old. Well, all right, you've got me beat. <laughs> uh, and then the other zombie comes up, and it, let me check. I need to look at my map to confirm that this makes sense. Uh, and so the second zombie lurches forward, and he also takes a swing at Hester, and that is uh, 20 to hit. Yep, that hits. So that hits. Wait, how much did he hit for the first time? Uh, the two. first one did two damage. Oh. Uh, and now this one does four damage to you. It's another okay. smack, but like a little heavier. Got it. Uh, now that is oh the third zombie, and he just sort of lurches up and stands behind the two and waves his arms menacingly. <laughs> okay. And now you see the Are we ghost. intimidated? <laughs> uh, that ghost, who had the one who didn't get scared away... Um, is there, and he smiles at you, and he flies over, and he enters. Sorry, which one of us is he smiling All at? Of, I guess whoever's looking at him. Who's who's watching Aww. the ghost, and who's watching Tybalt's ghost? I'm watching, I'm watching the watching zombies. Okay. I'm watching Tybalt's so you're watching ghost. The I'm watching the ghosts. All right, so, so Hester and Trio, you see this ghost smiles at you in a kind of wicked way. Um, Ew. And he flies directly into one of the gargoyles. And you hear a grinding of stone on stone as the gargoyle stands up and turns towards you and begins to walk forward. I can't say I'm a fan. No. Uh, And that is back to Trio. 
Smart, smart. Honestly, this all makes perfect sense. Like, I'm really not mad about this. Um, I am going to swing my flaming sword at the nearest to me zombie. All right. You re- <laughs> you stand behind Hester and swing over her head. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I duck a little. Uh, that is a 25 to hit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That hits. <laughs> That only does three damage. All right, he doesn't like it. You three do. You do add whatever if you're using dexterity or strength. You add that modifier to your damage. Oh, 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 oh! I see what I did. I see what I did. Okay, so that's actually going to be seven. There you go. Whoa. <laughs> Thank you, because it's a finesse weapon, so All I can right. use my dex. Now he really doesn't like it. You like you like slash off the top of his head, and he's just like. Ew! 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 Grass. And I am going to see if I can do this with my bonus action. I want all my bonus actions. Gimme, <laughs> gimme. Uh, what can I? Oh God, I'm so used. I'm so not used to playing a spellcaster. <laughs> um, what else can I do with a bonus action? Get the guy who's out of our range. Um, not much. Yeah, you might just not have a bonus action you can do. Okay, um, I'm gonna use my bonus action to don my jester mask. <laughs> Alright, you pick it up from where Romeo tossed it, <laughs> and now you look more, more, I don't know if I'd say badass, but like more weird. Yes. More weird for sure. <laughs> Ah, uh, that is you, Gwenny. Alrighty. How far away from me is Till? He's thirty feet up. In directly in the air. Direct, he, I, he, yeah, he's about like a foot forward from you and thirty feet up. Okay, so like distance-wise, technically speaking, he's probably like twenty feet from my reach, right? Are you still giant? Yeah, that lasts for a whole minute. Okay. I'm assuming it's been two, three yeah, rounds. Yeah, he's about. You know, he's like fifteen feet away from your reach. Okay. Uh, is there anyone else in my reach? Um, yeah, Romeo's right, still right behind you. Um, and you could... I mean, I'm not gonna attack Romeo. Oh, yeah, no, Tybalt's the... You, you could walk over to the entrance of the chamber and swing at one of the zombies. How far away would Tybalt be from me if I did that? Jesus, I have to, like, fucking Pythagorean Sorry. theorem here. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna skip the bath. About 40 feet. Alright, okay. God damn it. Um, so everything besides the gargoyle has been hit then right now? Uh, and one of the zombies. Oh, okay. Um, how close is the gargoyle? Um, the gargoyle is about, um, 30 feet away, but you would have to go past the zombies to get there. Hmm. They're uh, sort of standing, like, in the doorway. That's fine, I guess. I can't reach Tibble from here anyways, so I'm gonna go for the gargoyle. Uh, all right, so you're going to take opportunity attacks from all three zombies. Yeah, that's okay. All right, the first one misses. That misses. Uh, 16 to hit. Nope. All right. What is your class? Well, it's 16 normally, but when I'm dual wielding, it's 17. Your AC goes up when you're dual wielding? Yep, because I'm a dual wielding master. Wow. Okay, uh, so yeah, so all three of these zombies swing at you but you all three of them you just sort of like bat them away with your sword and your hammer and they turn their attention back to hester and i attack the gargoyle yeah so the 
first one's going to be a 24 to hit. Uh, yeah, that hits. So that's going to be with the Warhammer. Um, okay. 17 damage. Damn, all right. Yeah, so you, you, you swing your Warhammer at it, and you, like, you, like, chip some stone off of it, and it goes... Okay, now I'm going to take another swing at him with my other weapon. And that is going to be... Uh, another... Wait, so Hannah, with the second attack, do I still get to add my attack bonus? Uh, yeah, uh, your second attack, you... If, if it's just an offhand attack with your bonus action, the only thing that's different is that you, you don't get to add your modifier to the damage, but you do still Except get to add your full I do bonus. because I'm a dual wielding master and that's a benefit. Cool. So you do. Cool. But so otherwise, cool. yes, you add everything. But the attack, the attack bonus. The is attack the same. bonus is the same. Okay. Because that's awesome because I just rolled another 18. So 24 to hit. Wow. Yeah, you got him. All right. And so I'm going to. Ooh. <laughs> All right, <laughs> nineteen damage. Jesus. Hell yeah. Yeah, you blood, you swing again, and this you take another like whole chunk out of the gargoyle, and he's like, ah. Nice. I'm sorry. How much fucking HP does this thing have? The stone statue. <laughs> yeah, what? Stuff. That's true. In fact, That's one true. might even say it's resistant to certain attacks. Ah. Um, one might. But should one? Ah, <laughs> uh, that is you, Toby. Me, Toby. Hmm. Okay, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna uh, do the same spell I did last time. Um, the one that I know sends the one you a mean. beam of crackling energy. Yes. <laughs> I'm very familiar <laughs> with it. Yeah. And I'm gonna do it to to Tybalt again. All right. Fire away. Oh shit! Seven. Oh, uh, that did not hit. Yeah. I it flies. It flies wide and just kind of like crackles against the ceiling. Shit, all right, come at me, bitch. And Tybalt sticks his tongue out at you. Um, and all right, so, oh, it's Tybalt's turn now. So he growls at you, he's like, if you insist. And he swoops down and swings his ghostly sword at you, Toby. Mm-hmm. And that is 18 to hit. Uh, that does hit, yes. All right. I have a question really quickly. Yes. Do you have to be holding a reaction to take one? No. Normally, you can just do a reaction on your turn when the thing triggers it. Or if it's not your turn, if the condition is met. Yeah, I'm going to do a reaction when this is over. When he's um, done is Toby to having me. to fly past me to get to him or no? No. You're, okay. you're out in the central chamber now. Oh, right. Am I allowed to take a reaction, though? I guess, if you have a relevant one that's within range. Oh, wait. Is he more than 30 feet away from me? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Then never mind. I just... Okay, that's just a question for the future. Okay. How much damage am I taking? Oof. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You hate to hear it. Uh, that is 28 damage. Oh. Okay. Okay. Fuck. Um, so he's. So I do. So I have three health. He okay. flies down, swings his sword through you, and you just feel like an emptiness and a coldness like you just lost some of the vital force that is you okay there's no like I'm... visible wound ah. but it hurts like hell okay i'm gonna do my reaction though which is hellish rebuke Ooh. yes and i'm casting it in a second level spell slot so i'm so it's dex 13 
Uh, he got a dirty 20 dex. Okay, even if he fails the save, uh, he still takes half of whatever I roll. All right. <laughs> How would you roll? He takes three, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> oh, oh, it hurts so bad. No, I'm just kidding. I've been to hell. Oh my god. Okay. Oh jeez. Uh, <laughs> um I so I go don't mess with the union guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I and then I and then I turn to some to any of my people and I'm like I am hurt. I, I see that. <laughs> you appear to be bleeding out. <laughs> Indeed. On the inside, that's where the blood's supposed to be. Oh yeah, no, you're actually not. She's not bleeding out. There's no visible wound. Ah. Hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Is this round three or four? Uh, two. Two, I think. Two. two? I haven't oh, gone what? yet. <laughs> okay, cool. And then Tybalt backs up, so he's like floating over the grave. Not, not all the way up. Only like five feet up. Um, okay. Hester, that's you. How far is Toby from me? Uh, Toby is uh, like maybe 10 feet. Okay. I'm going to use my action to uh, assume my starry form. Uh, so I kind of uh, wave my hands and these little pinpricks of starlight start appearing on my body. Um, and they uh, form the shape of a constellation of a chalice of a, this kind of goblet uh, kind of uh, shimmers across my body. Um, and Old then, dwarf woman, I really feel like defying you right now. <laughs> <laughs> you can't change fate, kid. Um, and then I'm going to uh, bonus action. So that's my action. Bonus action, I'm going to healing word, uh, Toby. Um, so the that, uh, the word is... <laughs> Bird, bird, bird. Bird is the word. <laughs> I mean, the word is you can't change fate, kid. I just said an awesome oh, line, right. okay, so yeah. we're going to keep that. Yeah, that awesome. <laughs> That's my magical That's one. Awesome. Um, so you, Toby, you regain... So from healing word, you regain um, seven hit points. Um, Thank you. And then you also... I'm going to use my chalice ability um, <laughs> to let you then regain nine more hit points. Thank you. I look, Toby looks, I look genuinely moved. Aww. Wow. Like, not only do I look healthier, but I look, like, genuinely grateful and moved. I give you a little wink. Hmm. I try to do one back, but, <laughs> and I try to make it charming, but it just comes off as emotional. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's my turn. All right. Uh, Romeo swings his rapier at Tybalt. He jumps up on the platform and swings his sword. Oh, wow. Yeah, that super does not hit. So it passes through Tybalt, and Tybalt's like... <sighs> I Wait, how did he reach him? Tybalt's lower to the ground now. Oh, because he came down. And Tybalt's like... <sighs> I knew you couldn't get me. And everybody's like, yeah, well, I got you before, huh? Huh? What about that? And Tybalt's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Baltazar runs and grabs Romeo's dagger 
and brings it back to Romeo. And that's his turn. Nice. Uh, so now the zombie with half a head is going to take a swing at Hester. You can try. <laughs> oh, right. I need is to roll. Is it going to Yeah, you. you roll. <laughs> uh, 21. No, that hits. Five damage. Okay. Just like, lurch, like full body slams you and then rears back. Wow. Uh, and then the other zombie there is going to attack also Hester. Duh. Fifteen. Hits. That's only three damage. Okay. Uh, and then the last zombie behind them is going to turn around and lurch over to Guinevere and take a swing at her. All right. That's 16 to hit. All right, that doesn't nope. hit. Yeah, so that misses. It just kind of like... <laughs> it sort of glances off at, my shin. Yeah, it bounces off of your like shoulder armor. It's like... <laughs> but then the gargoyle is also going to swing at you. When the zombie hits me, I turn around surprised. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> hello? Well, that first one misses. And the second one misses too. So the gargoyle swings at you twice. But it Oof. just like it just bounces off your armor and it can't land a solid oh, blow. I love being giant and dual wielding. <laughs> that is you, uh, trio. That is me. I'm between two spells right now. I'm not. So are we? Are is everyone bunched up by the door right now? Still or not? Uh, it's right now. Uh, trio and Hester are bunched up at the door with by the door with two zombies. Um, Toby is more into the chamber with Romeo and Tybalt. Okay. Um, I am going to, at a second level, cast Cloud of Daggers. Ooh. Centered in between the two zombies. Nice. But far enough back that Hester is safe. Thank you. What's the range on that? Because you might be, if you push it too far back, you'll be in danger of hitting Guinevere. Uh, it's a five-foot cube. Oh, okay, yeah, you're fine. So I fill the air with spinning daggers. They're like flashing gold daggers in this five-foot cube. And if it starts its turn in that area, any creature takes 4d4 slashing damage. Alrighty. So the two zombies are essentially in a blender. Yeah, they're in trouble. You see this one is like, ah, what the hell? The other one's like, damn, this is pretty cool. Thank you. When did you suddenly get the ability to talk? I tried I to said talk I to you before. I was 500 years old earlier, didn't I? No, die. you did do that. That's <laughs> So the first time when you just yelled in my face, you were just being rude. <laughs> I just don't have that much to say. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Uh, yeah, and then I'm just going to uh, whip out my loot again and start playing... Um, should I keep on going with Crazy Train? Hell yeah. All right. I'll keep on shredding Crazy Train on the loot. My sword is still on fire, incidentally. How are, how are you holding these things all at once? <laughs> the sword's in my teeth. All right, cool. <laughs> so you're going to take... No. <laughs> <laughs> Leave them alone. <laughs> it's right, friendly uh, fire. Guinevere, that's you. All right. So I'm the only one in the room right now, really. In the, in uh, the chamber? You and the gargoyle and the zombie. Me and the gargoyle and the zombie. All right. 
zombie behind you, well, royal in front of you. Okay, how far away are the other other guys? Um, about twenty feet to the doorway. Okay, that's the cool. doorway is full of spinning daggers, so please don't enter. Oh yeah, that too. That's that's fine. So <laughs> what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna attack first, move later. So first, I'm gonna swing at that gargoyle <clears throat> with <sighs> me hammer. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I don't suppose a ten hits. Uh, you suppose correctly. Okay. Um, that's fine. I will swing at him with my other weapon. Well, that's a nat one. So, no damage this time, folks. The first, yeah, the first swing you hit him, but it's like he jerks his shoulder into the way and it like bounces off. The second one you just fully whiff. You just slash air. That's fine. All right. He doesn't even have to move. Okay. She's distracted by my sick cloud of daggers. Yeah, it's pretty lit. Um. I'm gonna first take my movement over to stopping just before that cloud of daggers. You so will I am... take an opportunity attack from the zombie behind you. That's okay. So with it, I'm gonna be within 20 feet of the other guys, though, right? Yeah. Everyone else? Cool. So I just want to get within that distance of them. Uh, the zombie does not hit. It's it, the zombie All is right. too distracted looking at the cool cloud of daggers, <laughs> and like at, by the time he notices that you're passing him, you're like already gone, and he misses. Uh, as I approach, I say, Trio, nice daggers. Thanks. Yeah, those are really dope. <laughs> Bet you and didn't know I could do that. As I turn to look at the daggers, yeah, I'm going to take my bonus action. And you guys can see that my eyes sort of glaze over and become really storm-filled and crackling with energy. And I enter a prophetic state for the next one minute Whoa. or until I'm incapacitated. Um, so that means that once a turn, I can take a reaction when someone makes an attack, saving throw, or ability check, and I can impose either advantage or disadvantage, because I'm seeing the future. Moonlights are Oh, and when my eyes sort of light up, uh, a rune that you guys see on my warhammer also starts to glow. Nice. Nice. Wow, so cool being fourth level. <laughs> right? I know, we actually have abilities. <laughs> Not just being like, um, can I... I'm, can I... Do, do you maybe want to let me Hello? hit you? Hello, Mr. DM, Hello? please, can I take it a chat? I'm shutting this down. <laughs> One shot over. Before I take psychic damage. Andy hates that he is DMing a campaign of bottoms right now. Oh. I don't speak bottom. I mean... <laughs> okay. Uh, so now it is... You take that back, sir. Toby's turn. I'm gonna... I'm gonna... <laughs> edit all that out. Um, oh, I will. Uh, I'm the people want to hear what the people want to hear. I'm gonna cast... Um, the same spell. Um... <laughs> The beam of crackling energy. Yes, yes. Yep, spell. Yep. Okay. Does it start with an E? Perhaps. Uh, sure yeah. Does. <laughs> sure does. <laughs> that one. Who are you attacking? Does, does it rhyme with balls itch? Smash. I would argue that no, it doesn't. <laughs> yes. Um. So twenty-three. To hit. Oh yeah, that hits. Um. That's a good start. <laughs> Thirteen. Thirteen damage. Oh nice. wow. Damn, Hannah, now I know how you feel. 
I know, right? <laughs> Every single time, you're like, you can't possibly be doing that much damage, but they are. Uh, yeah, so that hits him, and you see his whole... He, again, he convulses, like his nerve, his ghostly nervous system has just been, like, shocked. <sighs> Stop doing that! And then, um, for my bonus action... Please? I can... Fuck you. Um, <laughs> for my bonus action, I can use a, a, a weapon with the throne property, and Ooh. I happen to have a boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Boomerang! So... That's um, my girl. Okay, rolled a one. Never mind. Aww, <laughs> oh, boomerang. You, you fumble the boomerang and it just drops on the floor. Oh, no, okay. That was misdirection. Classic. I'm a union guy. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, so that's Tybalt's turn. Uh, so he, Toby, is like, fine. If you won't do as I ask. And he I, uh... <laughs> lunges at you. <laughs> Uh, and this time he doesn't use his sword. He just reaches out a hand to your face, and that is that's a nat twenty. Okay, so I'm gonna use my reaction, and that's gonna hit me and not her. Oh damn! Or actually, no, 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 no. What? <laughs> I didn't activate that rune. Never mind. It does not hit her. It's gonna be a disadvantage. Okay. Oh, you're using the prophecy. All yes. Right. So he has disadvantage on the attack. Yeah. All right. So that is now a sixteen to hit. I mean, that does hit. Oof. Well, it's Ooh, less damage, okay. though. I'm, less damage. I, I'm straight up not having a good time. <laughs> I didn't want to be a hero. I'm just a union fella. <laughs> Stop rolling! Ah, <laughs> uh, so that is 19 damage. Oh, okay. He reaches... That is the amount of health that I have. He reaches <laughs> out and just sort of grabs your face... And it, it, his hand feels more solid than, than the rest of him has before. And you feel yourself suddenly being lifted upward, and then you just Ooh. you just feel so cold, and you collapse. Everything goes black. Oh, man. Toby! Shit. And to you guys watching, it looks like he just, like, passes his hand through Toby's head, and he instantly crumples. Cool. Did he just kill that little man? <laughs> I'm not that little. I'm five Toby's, like, normal-sized. I... Oh, I guess Guinevere's huge. Hold on, I'm large, I'm not huge. There's a difference. Is now the time? Yeah. <laughs> he just killed that little man. <laughs> uh, and so Toby, and so yeah, so then Tybalt is like, that's what you get. And then he floats back onto the platform and turns his attention to Romeo. Oh, shit. What platform? The, the, like, it's just like a small raised platform where Juliet's body is and Romeo's standing. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, that is Hester. Okay. Um, I'm going to bonus action healing spirit. Um, so this is a spell. So the space that uh, Toby's unconscious body is currently occupying um, the is suddenly filled with starlight, just like this cloud of stars. Um, in the space that you are occupying. Um, and I am going to use my... All right. D <laughs> DM ruling. So this yes. is a healing spell, but it doesn't... It, the way that it works is that 
whatever you or a creature you can see moves into the spirit space for the first time on a turn or starts their turn there, you can cause the spirit to restore 1d6 hit points to that creature. So technically this would not give hit points to Toby until his next turn because he just, he did not move into the space. It moved into the space. My question is my chalice ability, my form. Yeah. Okay. Whenever, so the, the, the wording of that is whenever you cast a spell using a spell slot that restores hit points to a creature, you or another creature within 30 feet of you. So even though um, Healing Spirit hasn't restored any hit points yet, because it is a spell that will restore hit points, can I use my chalice ability right now? Yeah. Cool. Um, so Toby, you're going to pop back up um, with... Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna give you, yeah, it's 1d8 plus 2. Uh, so let me find my d8. Jesus, you're annoying. Okay. <laughs> I love Hester. Toby, you pop up with seven hit points. You're standing in the middle of this cloud of starlight that will restore more hit points to you <laughs> on the start of your next turn. Um, and anybody else who moves into that space or starts their turn in that space, and you can just kind of like cycle through it, you get a little bit of healing. Um, and it's just going to stay there. Yeah. And then I'm going to use my action. That's a bonus action. Amazing. Oh, right. I know. Healing Spirit's ridiculous. I'm going to use my action to make a shillelagh attack on... Th- there's still, like, a very injured-looking zombie in front of me, right? Yeah. So I'm just going to whack... ahead. Okay, I'm... Is he in the cloud? Uh, yeah, he is. Oh, the cloud of daggers? Oh, so is that going to keep doing damage to the zombies? Yes. Okay, in that case, I will just... I'm actually going to go ahead and use my star map to cast Guiding Bolt on Tybalt. Hey, hey. Guys, it's so fun to fight, like, Tybalt. Tybalt. <laughs> We're fighting Tybalt. Tybalt. Caster, you should move out of those stars. I think they're going to damage you. <laughs> um, I make a ranged spell attack. If it doesn't hit, nothing happens. If it does hit, you take a lot of damage. Ooh. Does a 16 hit Tybalt? Uh, yeah, it does. Hell yes. <gasps> Tybalt Yay! takes. Oh my god. Ooh. Um, <laughs> 15 radiant damage. Ooh, and the next attack wow. roll made against him has advantage. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> that was a protein shake roll. Yeah, baby. Damn, yeah. So Tybalt just. You cast this bolt, this bolt of radiant energy at him, and it just like slams into him. He gets like pushed back up against the wall, and just like for an instant dissipates, and then he re- and then he recoalesces and reforms. But he is not looking good. Tybalt is going down. He's like clutching at his chest wound, which you know, trio, you know a lot about ghosts. You know that he's obviously not feeling real pain from that chest wound, but he like he feels like he is. Like spiritually, it exists. And it's gonna be fucked up if Romeo gets to kill Tibble again. Mm. It's gonna be fucked up if Romeo dies. <laughs> True. Uh, that actually is Romeo's turn. <laughs> oh my god, Romeo, do it! Uh, so he <laughs> is going to swing his rapier at Tybalt's ghost. He has advantage because oh, of damn. Ah, he has advantage. Oh. <laughs> what injustice! Oh, yeah, that uh, he hits. And he does. Come on. Yeah, okay, so Romeo <laughs> pulls back his rapier and swings it through Tybalt, and he whispers to him 
<laughs> Fuck, I can't. I, I thought I would think of a good line by the time I finished that sentence. <laughs> you cannot edit this. I'm I'm playing that on the loot. I'm playing the Jeopardy theme on my loot. And he whispers. And he whispers to him, Chauncey. <laughs> and Tybalt just vanishes. Yes. And he's gone. As in, like he killed and vanishes. Yeah, like Tybalt's Tybalt's been defeated. Oh yeah. I really thought that you were gonna do like a quote from Romeo and Juliet, but no. Well, that's what I was trying to think of, but like. <laughs> He doesn't say anything to Tybalt after he kills him. He's just like, oh, fuck, I gotta run. <laughs> um, All right. Yeah, so Tybalt's down. The other things are still there, though. Oh, they don't go away with Tybalt? No. You feel the room get a little warmer, though. Nice. Bathmat turn. Bathmat high-fives Romeo. That's his action. <laughs> <laughs> Love him. Yo, is Juliet gonna pop up anytime soon? <laughs> Why would that happen? She's dead, Taylor. <laughs> Uh, that is... Oh, fuck, it's all the zombies. Oh, yeah, so what's the deal with the Cloud of Daggers damage? Uh, so they are all taking 4d4 damage right now. Yeah. Ooh. Do you want to roll that or do you want me to? Uh, you can. I trust you. All right, so first, the one with half a head is like, he, like, raises up his arms to swipe at Hester again, and a dagger just cuts through his arm, like, severing the tendon, the arm drops. He, like, tries to step Ew. forward, and the daggers just tear him to pieces, and he is just sliced and diced on the floor the nice. second one nice. um the second one lurches forward and the same thing happens he loses like one arm and one leg but he's still hobbling forward Ooh. and he swipes at hester yep <laughs> these zombies Ooh, only a nine to hit no it doesn't hit yeah being damaged like that slows him down <laughs> Uh, and then the other zombie lurt follows after guinevere and takes a swing at her who, me? 14 to hit. That doesn't hit. It bounces nope. off your armor again. Uh, and then the gargoyle <laughs> follows, and the gargoyle also takes a swing at Guinevere. Okay. Oh! Nat 20 from the gargoyle. Oh, is that a crit? <laughs> what? Yeah, that's what it, you know that. You know the answer. <laughs> Except for, I can impose. No, I already used reaction. Never <laughs> mind. I can't do anything, but that's fine. All right, so he care. lifts up his his mighty stone claw and swings it Wait, down. Wait, it's the at gargoyle. You, and he isn't does. It? That's worse. Are you fucking kidding me? <gasps> he rolled so poorly. Um, oh. he does, on his mighty crit, he does six damage. <laughs> oh, Guinevere just laughs at him. <laughs> six. Yeah. Actually, no. Okay. No. Eight damage. <laughs> okay. Tiga. Yeah, Ooh. about now. Uh, and then he attacks again. This time he lurches forward and tries to bite you. Oh, and that definitely does not hit. He, he chips a tooth on your armor. <laughs> and that is back to Trio. All right, so we've got one very injured zombie... Mm -hmm. And one, I think two zombies, two zombies right? One, one injured zombie, zombie chasing Guinevere. One intact zombie chasing Guinevere and one gargoyle. Um, I am going to decapitate the injured zombie. Nice. So that, ew, that's a nine. That does not hit. Ooh. Oh wait, no, it so does. I... It does. Sorry, they've really oh, low wow. AC. Nice. 
So I slash at him with my flaming scimitar. I've swung my loot around behind my back. Oh, fuck. This is also pretty cool. <laughs> and he takes seven slashing damage. Nice. Uh, you lop that head right off, and he he's done. Nice. Damn. I also I release Cloud of Daggers. All right, all the daggers chant in a chorus. Thank you, we're free. You released us, we. And they vanish. Hi. They fly away. Yeah, they all like fly they away like out Anna's the entrance fish. to live their lives. Daggers have the same voice as fish in the other world. <laughs> uh, Jojo, I can't wait until you get to listen to the. Yeah, the as of recording, cast. Jojo has not listened to a single episode because we have not published any yet. You're nailing the tone, as far as I'm concerned. I'm obliterating the tone. Uh, Guinevere, speaking of obliterating, that's you. <laughs> nice. Okay. Let's go. It's time. That's my wife. Uh, I mean, what? <laughs> Guinevere turns around. What? Um, yeah. Balthazar's like, what? <laughs> I am remarkably still big, so I'm going to swing at this gargoyle. Me when I didn't think I'd be ready for a second round, but I am. Oh my god! Okay, uh, that was not awesome. So I'm gonna impose advantage on my own roll there. That's still not awesome. I eleven doesn't hit, right? Right. Okay, well that's fine. So I'll take another swing with my other weapon. Jesus fucking Christ! I guess I just keep missing this guy. This sucks, man. He's skinny. It's okay. He also keeps missing you. <laughs> We're locked in a non-deadly dance. <laughs> Battle of the whiffs. Uh, Jojo, your turn. Okay, I'm gonna... Sorry, so of the people that it's left, who is closest to me? Uh, the... I guess it doesn't matter. The zombie and the gargoyle are pretty much next to each other. And which one is weaker? Uh, the zombie, you know. Oh, okay, I'll go for the zombie. Um... With Eldritch Blast. I mean... The what? <laughs> with what? <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> I thought that was Vicious Mockery. Ball Scratch uh, Mast? Uh, 21. Uh, yeah, that hits. <laughs> uh, okay. Five. All right. You punch a hole just straight through the zombie. He's like... <laughs> that didn't have... That hurt, but it wasn't as cool as the other stuff. At the top of your turn, you regain three hit points. Oh, thank you. I'm standing in the star cloud. Oh my gosh. Toby's always standing in the star cloud. All right, Hester. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I need to do my bonus oh, action oh. of boomeranging. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. Toby uh, takes a boomerang of us all clinking our glasses. Uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Hester. I just, I love that with one hand you're like accurately and expertly firing blasts of Eldritch energy and then you keep picking up this boomerang and just... And just throwing it directly <laughs> at the floor. Um, I'm, I'm a mover. I'm a mover. I do movement and I do character, you know. Mm -hmm. Did we get all the zombies yet or is there still one up? There's still one up. I think is it Toby fighting just, me? Oh, I thought Toby just killed it. Um, no, it's fighting Guinevere. Okay. Um, you know what, I'm gonna, because I know that it's gonna hit it, I'm gonna fire Guiding bolts at the Gargoyle. Um, so that is a... Oh, that might not hit. Uh, does a 14 hit the Gargoyle? No. Oh, 
I need to see it. Okay. Um, that does not... Is anyone in melee with me? No. Then I'm gonna dip over and hit my own healing spirit. Um, and regain six? Ooh, six hit points. Um, and that will be my turn. That is Romeo. <laughs> who's just... Get him. Who's, who's gonna gaze it lovingly at Juliet. Balthazar's gonna help him. All right, wow. zombie. Wait, <laughs> does he gaze lovingly what? at her enough to gain any discernment about her relative status when it comes to life? It seems like she's dead. <laughs> nope, yeah, he's, she's dead. Okay. <laughs> uh, so the zombie moves past Guinevere to take a swing at, I guess that'd be Trio. Um, so Guinevere, you can do an opportunity attack on him. I sure will. I'll try. Me? Uh, does an eight hit? Uh, it does. Oh wait, what? Bad AC. All right, well, how does thirteen feel for him? I'm sorry, no, seventeen feel for him. Not too good. You fuck. He like starts to move past you, Guinevere, and you just like reach out your long sword and like cut him in half as he moves past, and he is he's just down. Nice. Clothesline him with a sword. Exactly. <laughs> nice. And that's why we weren't allowed to play Red Rover. Uh, and now the gargoyle <laughs> is going to swing at you. Me? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, it misses. And then it's going to take its second attack. 19 to hit. Yeah, that hits. All right, so he lunges forward. He opens his jaws, and he bites down on your arm. Ew. And it deals... Ew! Yeah, it's not sanitary. <laughs> You're disgusting. It's rock. Five yeah. damage. Five? Okay. It, it's rock. How is that unsanitary? Old rock that's been in a tomb. It's just disgusting. All right, back to you, Trio. Uh, I, I really didn't actually take any good attack spells. Um, it's done pretty well so far. Yeah, I, I took showy spells. And we're almost, it's just a gargoyle. Just wipe it it's out. Unlike you. Yeah, it's just this guy. So well, I could, like, light him on fireworks. Um, but I'm just gonna swing at him with my skimmy tar. Nice. Yeah, he is made of rock. I don't know if fire would do much. Uh, 19 to hit. Uh, that hits. Oh. Okie dokie. And he only gets five slashing damage. But I might take a little chip out of him. <laughs> Yeah, you take a tiny minuscule chip out of him. Cool. And uh, Guinevere, that's you. Oh my god, how tough is this guy? He turns to look at you, Trio, and then just like turns back to Guinevere without you making a noise. Yep, <gasps> that's fair. <laughs> Cold. Bitch, that's my weird little bard. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna attack this guy. Okay, so does a 23 hit? Uh, it sure does. Okay. <laughs> um, so 17 on that hit, and I'm going to swing at him again, if I need to. Do I need to, I assume? Uh, yeah. Okay. <sighs> you know what? No, I'm posing advantage on that roll for myself. Nice. Self-love, baby. God damn it. Keep rolling the same two numbers. <laughs> that one doesn't hit. Oof. So this, this gargoyle is not looking good. You see he is like crumbling like there's this the floor is littered with stone chips and Get there's him, like, there's like a hole in the middle and you can like see the ghost inside Ooh. 
You're already dead. Why are you still fighting? You profaned the hallowed ground. I didn't, actually. <laughs> yeah, you did. Tybalt said you did. No, he didn't. <laughs> yes, yes, he did. I didn't hear him say he that. Told me that undead group ghosts me. can communicate in ways you cannot comprehend. Okay, well, tell me Toby, how it's your turn. I... <laughs> um, all right, well, I'm gonna... Guys, I think I'm gonna Eldritch Blast. <laughs> Holy shit. Hold on, I thought you said you were a bard. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, I could do Vicious Mockery. Oh. But it doesn't do I'm as much sorry. damage. Yeah, it doesn't really... I don't... It doesn't hit. <laughs> it, it doesn't... Um, it doesn't right. hit, so I'm gonna try... Hold on, I'm gonna try and... Get the fucking boomerang! You know, Toby, maybe you should just get a new boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> um... Um. Uh, uh, no. no. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's Hester. All right, I'm gonna guiding bolt him. I'm gonna hit. <laughs> that's a natural twenty. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> All right, that sure as hell hits. Yes, I summoned it. I okay. I think I get to roll eight d six. Holy because shit. Um, a crit doubles the damage. Damn. <laughs> so, oh my god. I don't have that many Ds. Oh, wait, I've got another one over here. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. I, I can roll. I think this is probably going to be overkill. Um, That's 26 radiant damage. <laughs> okay, so, so you dice. shoot this bolt. It goes right towards the little hole in the chest of the gargoyle. You can see the ghost through. And it like hits it and it goes inside. And for a second, nothing happens. And then the whole thing just explodes outward. And like, oh my it's God. just like this gargoyle is now a fine mist in the room. Nice. And the you see the ghost standing oh. there, not standing there, floating there. And he's like, <laughs> oh, it's oh, like asbestos. Okay. <laughs> I guess we're done here. <laughs> and he floats back over to his grave. Good night, have a good sleep. And as he floats down, he looks at all of you, and his he suddenly stops. His gaze lights on Toby. And he laughs, and he's like, Oh, I thought you looked familiar. What? And then he, fl and then he floats back down into his grave and is gone. Uh, and I look at Toby. <laughs> Did you know that guy? He probably saw one of my plays. <laughs> uh, and you are out of initiative now. Yay! I'm so bad at acting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so Romeo, he walks into the chamber with you guys. Uh, he's like, thank you so much. And I immediately grab Romeo by the scruff of his neck. Whoa! Easy! <laughs> I'm... <laughs> Chauncey! <laughs> That's me! Chauncey, you could have warned us. You better I didn't us... know that was going to happen! <laughs> 50 extra gold. I was surprised too. Chauncey, I could have lost my face. And you, and I turned to Balthazar. Yes. You, useless. I am useless in combat, yes. I never claimed otherwise. Man, I'd let you ride shotgun on my horse. I don't even have a class. 
Um, I would like to uh, roll up with my boy Toby, who is holding Chauncey by the scruff of his neck, and I want to make an intimidation check, and I want to scare the fucking pants and money off of Romeo. I never. He doesn't have any on. I him. never said I wasn't going to pay you. I can pay you if that's what I this is about. I want that extra fifty. We want extra. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't have any on him. We would have to go to his manor and get it, right? Oh shit! We still have to get this guy out of here somehow. Are you doing an intimidation? I'm still gonna intimidate. No, he said he All didn't right. want to get out of here. Gentlemen, we could just let him do his. Well, never mind. I'm I'm not gonna intimidate. All right, Romeo's we'll like, all right, relax, relax. I'll just pay you. Um, and he reaches into his coat and he pulls out like a huge, heavy sack of gold and he just like hands it to Ooh. you. Nice. So, so how much is in there for us? Um, I guess to Toby, who's holding him. Right, but it was it was fifty each. Yes, and there's more than that in there. How much is in there? I I don't know, but like a bunch, definitely more than oh. two hundred. Okay, Perfect. well well well, we'll just my uh, boy. Um, yes. Do you have mom? <laughs> you have uh, other money with you? No. Hmm. I'm becoming- Bal- do you have- Give her money. Balthazar, no, no, give her whatever's in your pocket. I don't want money. I don't care about material possessions. I'm uh, concerned <laughs> about- I love this old You lady. just giving us all your money, kid. I mean, that's you... not all of my material wealth. It's just everything I had on me. I'm very rich. All right. So we just- You could go now. <laughs> Balthazar, you too. Can I Can I just, like, I, I want to just, like, while all this has been happening, just be kind of, like, moving my healing spirit, because I can move it, and it lasts for a minute, to be just, Ooh. like, moving my healing spirit around everyone to kind of get them uh, <laughs> hit points, basically, uh, anyone who yeah. looks injured. And then I'd like to, for flavor, let it just, like, settle in the space above Juliet and just kind of like rain stardust down Bathe before it goes starlight. away. Alright. Yeah. I, I want to make sure that I'm near Romeo as well. And Andy, I have a question. Yes. This is not written in the language of my room because we are no longer in combat. But it does last for a full minute. So could I use my prophetic state on Juliet? What role do you want to impose advantage or disadvantage on? I guess an insight. What is the text um, of prophetic, the prophetic state? Basically, I can, uh, any, me or someone I can see within 60 feet makes an attack, a saving throw, or an ability check. Um, so you could have advantage on an insight check that you made, but Juliet's okay. not making any rolls. Yeah, I meant basically I want to see if within the next, in the, within the foreseeable future that I see, if Juliet is going to remain dead. Okay, yeah, roll... Do you want to roll Just because insight? we've got a lot of do ghosts Do you want to go for, like, up. a magical insight thing, or do you want to, like, examine her? <laughs> Guys, um, I don't think Juliet matching Romeo's living state <laughs> is what's going to happen. Also, I'm just going to sit down on the floor with my the bag of money. What do you mean by examine her? Like, do you want to... Fi- just uh, Go for insight. Go for insight. Yeah, I'll just roll an insight. Just because we've seen a lot of ghosts popping up, I want to make sure Juliet's... Basically, Guinevere's thinking is, is Juliet's ghost going to pop up or something? I'm going to start playing Yesterday by the Beatles on my loop. (laughs) Nice. You are not. (laughs) Yes, I am. Balthazar turns and he's like, wow, did you write that? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I've never heard of any other band that would have. I know. Yeah, uh, that's a seven, so I don't really think I figure much out. Yeah, you have no idea. Can I make an insight check into Romeo because I'm suspicious of hell about him? Yeah. 
I know that I already made one, but I'd like to make another based on his suspicious giving of all his money away. After I make my insight check, I say, well, she sure is dead. I got a 17. Um, Hannah? Yeah. Romeo plans to kill himself. Okay. Man. No well, shit. <laughs> I kind of <laughs> look at him and I'm like, all right, kid, I know. Oh, boy. I haven't spoken to people in about 50 years. <laughs> um, yes, well, you can speak to these people outside. Leave me alone. Hey, remember that thing that you said about Chauncey? wanting to defy the stars? No. <laughs> oh, oh, when I said I defy you stars many times, yeah. When you said I defy you stars. Look, uh-huh. the reason that I was heading for Verona is because I was sitting there in the woods looking at my star map, looking up at the, the movements of constellations through a little gap in the trees. And I could read, written in the pattern of the cosmos, that there was some star-crossed lovers happening in Verona. And there that, sure it, were. that it was going to end tragically. And um, I, 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 that seemed like something that would be interesting to witness. So I headed for Verona. To so kind this of was like a weird voyeur thing? Look, it was more like... Oh my god, I, the dwarf's a pervert. Not that sort of... <laughs> That's it's good perverse. storytelling. It's good storytelling. <laughs> and so... But if you really want to define... Balthazar scribbling on the script Toby gave him? Like, oh yes, this will make an excellent play. <laughs> oh my god, you're not actually doing it. I'm in character. Give me, give me, give me that back. No, it's mine. Fine, here. I'm very weak. <laughs> Sorry. What I'm on. saying, kid, is the story has a tragic ending in the stars. And if you really want to defy the stars, make it not have a tragic ending. I mean, a less tragic ending. I guess one person in a couple being dead is already tragic enough, but... Yeah, it's pr- I feel like this is a tragic ending. But it's less tragic if you walk away and go... I don't know, start a life in the countryside. Wait, 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 hold on. Wait, Hester, what do you say? This wait. kid does- I'm missing something. Yeah, 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 no, I'm sorry. I had an epiphany and I forgot to vocalize it. Like I said, been on my own for 50 years. Uh, this kid doesn't want to walk out of the tomb. He's planning on- I do the, like, throat across the finger gesture. Oh, I knew Cannot it. roll persuasion. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, no. Oh, wait. That's a 14. Thought it was a 4. Um, that comes to a 13. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm not. I just want to stay here by myself for a little while. Oh, and then what? Well, then I'll Wait. flee the city. I, I want to I wanna walk up to Romeo and kind of plop myself down next to him and, like, okay, lend what's a, this? A, brother, a brotherly hand to his Romeo's to his standing back. up. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to plop down anyways. I'm going to just brotherly arm your knees. <laughs> Balthazar, is this a pervert? <laughs> Romeo, there's no perverts here. We're just, it's just good buddies. I mean, look, bud. When you say there's no perverts here, Balthazar looks nervous. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got a lot going for you, man. I mean, just think about it. You know, five hours ago, we were all a bunch of strangers. And now we've we've been willing to put our lives on the line for you, and and we just I met. knew Balthazar pretty well. <laughs> Romeo, I'm I'm giving you a pep talk here, my guy. Um, I don't feel pep. Just, just just look at this, you know. Here we are. I see that they're all pep talking Romeo, thought? so I sit down next to Juliet and start petting Juliet's hair. 
What are you doing? That's <laughs> there's the pervert. You get away from there. Well, everyone's talking to you. I figure she's probably feeling pretty shit about herself. She's dead. Oh, I like the day she's dead. <laughs> Can I? You're not helping. Can I do a performance check to like soothe him. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, well, that's a thirteen. What are you? What performance are you doing? The performance of a listening, caring, and empathetic person who wants you to know that there are better days ahead. But it's just a performance. <laughs> it is a performance. I am lying. <laughs> oh, you mean just that pep talk was your performance? Uh, he's like, I feel a little better, but I still want you to leave. All right, I want All to right. start playing my loot at him. Um, Malak, not Malachi. Um, Guinevere. <laughs> Yeah. What? Roll perception. Okay. Perception. Well, I do have a minus one to perception, but it's still going to be an 18. Guinevere, as you're stroking Juliet's hair in what can only be described as strange, a uh, <laughs> strange move. <laughs> um, it's not like an active thing. It's just like I'm listening to them talk and I just like, I need, I'm an active person. I need to do something with my hands. <laughs> you feel her move. Uh, you you look down and you see her like her her neck just kind of like shifting a little bit. Oh my god! <laughs> I just want to check out of this experience. Um. Hey. <laughs> I would like to be excluded from this narrative. You guys know the play. Yeah, but we also know Andy. You see her eyelids sort of flutter R a little wait. bit. Right. Oh my god! I forgot. <laughs> My God! What? I was just assuming the worst of Andy. Jojo forgot the plot. Nice. <laughs> Are you serious? I thought you were doing a bit. I thought you were doing a bit. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. So you see her eyelids fluttering and she's starting to stir. Guinevere. Uh, excuse me. Um. What? what? Get away from there! What are you doing? Sorry, but. This one's not dead. What? Look at her. He runs over and looks at her. He like shakes her a little too more violently than you should probably should shake someone who's coming uh, okay, out of coma. Okay, settle down. But... Um, and then the stars, a rain, another little twinkle of stars comes down from the star cloud that Hester made and it lands right on her eyes. And right as it does, she just opens them up and gasps. And she's like, oh! <laughs> And Romeo's like, oh! That's your noise? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god. And Juliet's like, oh, my dear Romeo. How no, is that's my... Chauncey. <laughs> <laughs> and Juliet's like, oh, my dear Romeo, how is my love? What the fuck? Ew. And Romeo's like, far relief now that you're alive. What happened? Are you alive? Yes, the friar gave me certain potions that allow me to steal my breath. What the fuck? That doesn't sound... All right, sure. And they start making out. Whoa. I want oh, to okay. underscore this with um, the the credit song from the Princess Bride. Yeah. Okay. Sure. You do that. <laughs> um, um. Yeah. So Romeo and Juliet are just like making out on the altar. I want to pull everybody else, including Balthazar, aside and be like, "Look, um, 
when I consulted the stars, it was like, there'll be a great tragedy and then out of that blossoming peace. So I think maybe without the tragedy, we might still be, there might still be a war going on. Oh, so we should, so we should, uh, you want me to kill those kids? No, 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 no. <laughs> uh. I think maybe, maybe fleeing the city is what's next for us is what I'm saying. And for them also. So, if yeah, I, my so I was going to say that the, the little cha- Chauncey, he's still got like a bounty on his head, right? Yeah. He is uh, an outlaw, yes. We- Although, who knows, perhaps with this new information, the Capulets will speak in favor of him. I wouldn't count I on mean, it, of course. Uh, yeah, I think Wait, that- I, I can't flee the city. I have to do four more dates. Oh, you? I mean... Oh, who are you going on a date um, with? Hey, I want you all to leave us alone, but now it's in a much in a much sexier way than before. Okay, so one thing that should happen is that, Romeo, you're going to have to leave. No, what? Not not right this second, but you can't. Well, can Juliet come? Because then that's fine. Yeah, honestly. I mean, I mean, it's, oh, cool. As far as I think it's just going to be. Yeah, Where are we going? Think, oh, a little shit. Bit. I, I, I suddenly look over at the unconscious body of Paris. Yeah, I know. I was going to say Paris is still here. <laughs> that was, that's, where, that's where I was going next. But, um, wait, wait, um, wait. How about we put Paris's body in the tomb <laughs> cover it up? He's not dead. Oh, right. I like the way that you think. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay, yeah, so freaky little thespian. I mean, like you, you two can like. How do you know that word? I'm very smart. Have your weird little. Like, it's just a little bit weird to be like making out in a tomb. You know, I feel like that's a little. I agree. Where should we make out? It's a little weird. Maybe outside. Go yeah. home. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go home. I'm exiled. My dear, would you like to go to Mantua? Make a new home with yeah, your lady. Mantua. She's dead. Excuses, excuses. Take my damn horse back to Mantua. Can I take horse instead? With your lady. Listen, she's supposed to be entombed, right? So if you take her with you, they won't miss okay. her. Yeah, no, that's good. That's a good plan. Let's do it. And that's just, okay. the four of us will take Paris outside. Uh, the four of us and Balthazar, because he's got credibility in this town. We'll take Paris outside. We'll be like, Paris, you fainted. It was horrible. The you sight of Juliet was too tomb. much for you. We think no, it's no. not a good idea for you to You're go back in. You're such a good lover. No, guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. guys, I know that you guys don't have connections in this town, but I do. And Paris is the only, you know, I'm the only person whose name Paris knows. He knows my full name. The guy at the inn knows my name and he has my signature. <laughs> and he saw me with all of you guys. What's your point? Okay, but as far as they know, we haven't done anything wrong. What, you think Paris is just going to be like, oh, I fainted with all those mysterious d- dudes who are super buff? <laughs> Trio flexes. I'm not super buff. Yeah, I mean, and I'm, I'm, I'm live and toned. Now, Gwenefar looks at you guys and she says, hold on, did you just say we're all super buff? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of a live Like, toned. you guys, you guys are, you guys are super buff. <laughs> toned is a form of buffness. <laughs> Gwen, you've seen my arms. <laughs> They're fine. Okay, let's go. Let's get out of here, all right? Do you guys know each other? <laughs> Me and Gwen? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Come on, do. come on. Bal- Balthazar is like shepherding Romeo and Juliet yeah. forward to the hallway. Okay. Uh, so Romeo and Juliet both and Balthazar all running leap over the pit. Oh, you, yeah, you we follow. running leap over the pit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we eat Paris over. <laughs> All right, uh, and you walk out? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you walk out, and you see a man mm. standing there. 
He's like bald, dressed in sort of priestly robes, holding a crowbar, and he sees Romeo and Juliet and all of you, and he's like, oh, uh, what? Who are you? I don't know. It's all fine in there. We're actors. Okay. What are you doing? Scouting the location. Performing. For our next what happened? Romeo, you're here. It's, um, it's site specific theater. Romeo, you're here. Um, <laughs> fuck, I only, I've run out of voices I can do. Romeo, you're here. Um, Juliet, you're good. Okay, so you're, you guys are good. Yeah. Yes, we're good. Okay. Who are these guys? Oh, they were just some friends who helped me after I gave them exorbitant amounts of gold. Okay. <laughs> That's what friends are for. Um, what? Thank you, I guess. You're welcome. We Do you have a way to get these kids out of the town? Yeah, no, I had a whole plan for this. It just awesome. got messed up, but I guess you guys fixed it somehow. Great. Yeah, if you could just take care of Oh, them. yeah, no, no yeah. problem. Romeo and Juliet, come with me. Also, Paris is unconscious. Should we just keep him? Uh, like, kidnap him? No, don't do that. Um. Oh, it'd be kind of fun. He'd be like a weird little pet. Oh, that's <laughs> horrible. What, what you're saying is horrible. Um, squire, I meant squire. I'll deal with him, I guess. Sure. Oh, okay. What happened to him? Who? What What hit him? Did he run into a wall or something? No, he, he passed out, actually. Yeah, nothing hit him. He, he, he fainted. He, okay. He was so overwhelmed. Overcome by grief. I guess... Love or something. I guess pleasure meeting you all. Hey, always pleasure meeting a fan. Yeah. No, I'm a friar, not a fan. You will be. Okay. No, he's already um, a friar. All right, Romeo and Juliet, let's go. Let's get out of here. And he, like, throws a blanket that he brought over them and, like, starts ushering them away. Oh, my nice. God, that's their, that's their plan? <laughs> that was their plan? There's more steps after this. Uh, maybe stop shouting. Okay. Wait, I, I, hold on. I say to Hester, I pull Hester aside. Yes. And I say to Hester in Dwarvish, Ooh. because I know Dwarvish. I also do. Oh. I know, because you're a dwarf. <laughs> I say, thank you for healing me. Oh, you're welcome. Tell me, uh, that ghost was like, thought I you looked familiar, and really, if you've just been an actor for a year and a half, and he's been dead for a while... How do you know he's been dead for a while? He doesn't. Mm, he looked like someone who'd been know. dead for a while. Okay, Didn't well. Didn't the ghost literally say it'd been 500 years? <laughs> that was one of the zombies. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, you know, they have to see some kind of entertainment on the spirit plane. Mm hmm. <laughs> ah, spell vision. Sure. You can't hear this conversation. <laughs> no, that was just me. <laughs> um, roll, uh, should I roll deception? Uh, yeah. Okay, well... I got a 12 insight. I got a 15 hmm. deception. Alright. Okay. Hester, he's hard Ghosts. to read. You can't really tell. Ghosts, the spirit plane, sure, sure. Just, you're a, you seem like a good kid, Toby Bicycle. I just, I think, you know, the, the acting... I mean, follow your heart. That's it. Uh, follow your heart. And I kind of awkwardly pat his arm and, like, walk away. <laughs> <laughs> You're just leaving? <laughs> Unless he seems like he has more to say, but otherwise I'm just kind of like, okay, you, uh, that's good. All right, so I, say, Hester... I say to Hester in Dwarvish, where are you going? <laughs> oh, I was just gonna, I don't want to hang around a graveyard. I figured we could all just head out. Head out where? I was gonna go back to the woods and keep looking at the stars. 
Let's go to the inn, the Charlie Chaplin, and have mm. a drink. All right, okay. I'll, I'll go to the Charlie Chaplin. You know, Hester, there are, are we... stars in a lot of different places. You don't need to sit in the same forest. <laughs> what are we doing with the unconscious person who <laughs> knows my name? <laughs> Friar Lawrence, like, sprints back, lifts up Paris, and runs away. He's like, I've got <laughs> oh it, God. don't worry. See, now that man, that man is super buff. <laughs> That's, this is true. <laughs> yeah, you catch a glimpse, like, of a slit through his, like, priest robes, and he has a six-pack. <laughs> Rose, like, I heard that Friar Lawrence the is an eight pack. Friar like, Lawrence is shredded. Like it's got a, like a yeah. Open front rows. There's like an under V. <laughs> oh my god, he's got a double V. Okay. Yeah, so you all you all walk towards the Charlie Chaplin, preparing to drink a drink, and we pan out and we fade to black. Oh, wait, I have one second level spell slot left. As we walk, I'd like to use Skyrite to make the clouds uh, rearrange and spell Exude. Oh, <laughs> oh my nice. god. That's so That's meta. So fucking wow. cute. That is so fucking cute. Bravo. Pursued by Ursa nice. Major. You see some some roses just like up, like fall out of the sky at your feet. You're like, what was that? You don't know. What the fuck? <laughs> Slight nosebleed from all of us. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you all for listening. That is Folio, episode one. The first Folio, if you will. Uh, I will. uh, I won't. uh, Yeah, thank you so much for listening. And guess what? If you simply have gotta hear more about the adventures of these wacky characters, well, then you'll just have to subscribe to our Patreon patreon.com slash ship of fools there's a lot of other stuff too you get the mud bath which is our after show uh various other bonus content that will be forthcoming my nudes yeah if you if you find the hidden secret top tier you get nani's nudes (laughs) yeah uh yeah and you get all of folio as it comes out which will be march 15th is the next episode so you have until then to make your decision and get your affairs in order or beyond then you know we're not going to put a limit on it but (laughs) if you call the number on your screen now the oxyclean guy will come back to life (laughs) (laughs) and he will be in the podcast yeah speaking of bonus content if you want more from the illustrious Jojo Jones, Jojo, you care to tell the people where to find you? Yes, if you want if you want to see or hear more of me and my thoughts, and I don't know why you would, I'm on Twitter at Jojo Rooney with no E, R-O-O-N-Y, um, and soon to be in your nightmares. <laughs> I don't know. It's true. <laughs> if you light three black candles at 1.59 a.m., and chant and Jojo. The OxyClean guys, they're too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't know where that guy deal. came from, but what? So, so, so you're not gonna call the number on your screen because you don't want him to come back to life. He has a family. Do the right <laughs> thing and subscribe to our Patreon. Uh, and if you like, just if you just love following people on social media in general, follow our podcast at Ship of Fools Cast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. And as always, thank you to Theo Golden for our logo art. And thank you to Lucas Mangold for the folio theme that you heard in this episode. Wait, Lucas made that? Yeah. He's a talented boy. Love that guy. (laughs) Dude's got chops. Great music from that guy. (laughs) And if you love that guy, you can email him at lucascarlmusic at gmail.com. That's Carl with a K. Probably keep it to musical inquiries, but... (laughs) And you can find Theo at T Golden Art on Instagram. And you can find us in your hearts and minds. 
and nightmares yeah and on patreon <laughs> all right thanks guys well, we love you that's all i have to say Thank you. see you on the open stage usually we say open C, but now it's a different thing oh i don't listen to this podcast <laughs> me neither bro and we exit <laughs>